too much going on. <laughs> so, so we going to start out with what I was talking about, or you want to do the real estate one first? What you want to do? I don't. I mean, of course, I'm here to do real estate. Let's do let's do like a certain. Part. I don't want to do the whole podcast on real estate. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. You want to set a timer, G, like we did last time? I set a timer. So I guess how I know you basically here saying like just kind of flow into the conversation. Yeah, we um, we can set up we'll set up the uh, we'll set up the we do the real estate first. And then I start the timer, and then once we kind of wrap that up, we can just go into the second one. So you said do the real estate first and go to the second one? Yeah. Uh, just set, like, 20-minute timers, and we'll just... I feel you. Once the timer goes off, then we'll just... Vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the vibe. What's that? What's it again? So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, right, 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to 2, um, you have to let your body recover, so you eat, recover, whatever, you get back out, you train, start training again at 6, train from 6 to 8, right, and now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again, right, those are two sessions, right, now imagine you wake up at 3, you train at 4, you go 4 to 6, come home, breakfast, relax, so, so, blah, blah, blah. now you're back at it again, 9 to 11, right? You relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, 2 to 4, and now you're back at it again, you know, 7 to 9. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at 4, right? And so now you do that, and as the years go on, the separation that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger, and by year 5 or 6, doesn't matter how, what kind of work they do in the summer, they're never going to catch up. I'm sure you'll get your second belt, but listen, I've spent a lot of time, Joe, slating everybody in the company. Backstage, I'm starting fights off everybody. I've ridiculed everyone on the roster. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. Click the I claim. claim. Know some real nigga 
that claim the same thing. Damn. They don't want war, these niggas want peace. 72 carats on my snowman piece. Get I'm it. dope boy fresh for X Black Tea. And this It's What's Q30 up, Podcast, Q30 Raw. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yellow rims, yellow, 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 yellow everything, yellow cigars, yellow bikes, <laughs> yellow, yellow, yellow headphones, yellow MPs, yellow slippers, yellow chain, yellow shorties. Switched up. It's just all shuffle. Q30 Raw. <coughs> you got your boy G. We got Barcavelli. Yep. We got special guests. We gotta find a different way because I think Breakfast Club, you like, we got a special guest. All that extra shit. Fuck them niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to take that out. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we gotta find like a different intro every time we got like. I guess yeah. We got what's what's the where's the thesaurus at? You got the thesaurus, nigga. <laughs> I'm not educated enough to come up with a different phrase. Other <laughs> than special guest. <laughs> we got. Uh, we got a heady drinking, here. <laughs> yellow stone, bust down watch wearing, Bovaris, Ruster, real estate smasher, mogul, mogul. <laughs> hey, I'm back like I forgot something. <laughs> Decals is in the building. Appreciate for having me, man. Thank you. Cigar toting again. Y'all Once boys again. over here looking cool, man. This is some good player music. Oh yeah, smoking a cigar on a Sunday, man. This is this is life right here. Dark liquor on the table. Oh yeah. What we got on the table? Uh, the Duce. Yeah. Sh- shout out, you know, gotcha. those people over there, and then uh, of course, got got to do the henny. Right. Have to. Then we got like the old white people retired Dr Pepper on the table. <laughs> that should be for retirees It really do It really do So are you saying that Those are the type of people To keep Dr. Pepper in business Yeah Yeah <laughs> They know they demographic Facts Dr. Pepper smacks though I ain't gonna lie That's why I drink it It may or may not be racist to say But I feel like For real for real That's like A white person drink Dr. Pepper I always felt like that I like it cause it just tastes different Than Coca-Cola or Pepsi Yeah You know you just trying to be different <laughs> Yeah. It's not one of those drinks you just say, hey, can I get a Dr. Pepper? Facts, you know what I'm saying? You at the restaurant, you get the 10-piece hot lemon pepper. Yeah. You're not asking for Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You're not. I just got so tired of drinking Coke, I was just like, no. Nah. I really right. don't drink soda like that. So this is like, this is actually no bueno, but I just wanted to indulge, treat myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Well, as y'all know, last time Kells came through, dropped some gems on us. I got educated a little bit, some things I didn't know about the real estate game. Came back through again, gave us 
going to drop some more gems for those, you know, still looking or people just that want to get educated on the real estate game. So today, starting out, I know last episode we talked about what some things you need to get your mindset in order if you want to go, you know, get into the real estate game with some things mentally you got to be prepared for. But this time around, Kels, I want you to, we're going to touch on once I'm in the game, right? And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, oh, go ahead. I, I don't, I don't would. I ain't try to step step on your groove. You know what I'm saying? I see you, you do your thug. I, I was get, I was about to get in the bag. Yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to stop. Hey, just remember, just stay ready. Just stay, stay in the corner with the issue position. Hey, you know I'm, me. I'm gonna pass it to you. You know me. I'm oh, just stay ready. You don't have to get ready. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Bowen. Okay. I'm nah, nah. Don't do me like that. Jason Capodo. I'd rather be like Clay or like you know you Robert Ory. So you don't stay in the corner. <laughs> but when they ready, when they number called, they ready though. All right, fair. <laughs> All right, fair. Uh, Kels, have you uh sipped the liquor yet? Man, yeah, yeah. What y'all doing? I need you sip. I need you sip again. I, I ain't see it, so I just gotta. <laughs> I gotta see it, so I know it happened. <laughs> See, y'all are a bad influence on me already. I just need to see it. Go ahead. Especially Gary. Like, Go ahead. Pick, pick it up. like a requirement? You said it's a requirement. Like, yo, it's not. Yo, yo, alcohol intake got to be at a certain level. It's not. This not drink champs. Shout out Nori and them. It's not drink champs. Not Shit, drink champs. I can't tell. Hey, what noise? Say, give a vote to him one time. Right. That's a noise. Yeah. That is crazy. That's some noise shit I just did. Yeah. <laughs> Take a sip of that right there. Now, now what'd you say? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, real quick before we get to, to the real estate stuff, what's yeah. your favorite current podcast? Probably noise shit, to be honest. Joe Button. Joe Button. Noise shit. Only because, like, niggas he be having on there, it be a lot of old niggas, you know, that's been around. You know, they didn't done some things, so it'd be like gems, you know. Me me getting older, those niggas, majority of them, you know, they either had money for a minute, you know what I'm saying? So they be giving little tidbits, you know, little things to do, how to keep wealth, you know what I'm saying? Like that. They they be dropping gems over there. Shout shout out Drink Champs. Yeah, Drink Champs, cool. Uh my favorite Drink Champs episode is the Kanye one. That's most people, yeah. The the Kanye one. Like, I think he was on there. Was he on there twice? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Each, each time he said some crazy shit. The last one was about the, you know, the, the situation um, where he got, you know, blackballed and had to apologize. Oh, all that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he always brings up some real shit. Like, Kanye, one of my favorite artists. He, he says some off-the-wall shit sometimes, but that that's that's just him. Do you hold that against Kanye? That's who he is. I mean, he's not faking it. Yeah, I... He he is who he say he is, so yeah. I, I can respect that. My favorite Drink Champs episode is, like, the old head niggas that been in the game, like when he had Pitbull on there, Fat Joe, like, niggas like that, and they actually talk about, like, how they came up and they story, and I'd be like, man, these niggas ain't no different from me. They not. So, I mean, it ain't it ain't no reason why I can't have a bust down on both of us. You know what I'm saying? So so who is your favorite episode on the, uh, Drink Champs? I don't. That's the thing. I don't really have a favorite episode. It's just whenever they get those type of niggas on there that you think like these big guys, and you realize like these niggas, everyday niggas, just like me. Like they started 
just like I did. They had they came up in the same situation that I came up in, and these niggas ended up doing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, the DMX episode was yeah. Five. Even though he passed away shortly after, that shit was top five. Like, yeah. DMX is crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, or rest in peace to the legend. R.I.P. Yeah. Facts. 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 Well, you got Gary. Got you. Got to play some of that. What the DMX? Yeah. Give a salute to the legend real quick. All right, I got you. Hold on. Are there any uh, any suggestions, any uh, uh, crowd requests before I play? No, I didn't say. I was just say drop some noise or just salute to legend. You have to play no song. You can't want. Oh to. no no no! We play the song. Then. We play the song. We play the song. What what's what song? What song? What song? Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Try to. I gotta get faster with this shit. Hold on. I'm not gonna play no noise, but what I'm gonna play is uh. What these bitches want from a nigga? <laughs> what these bitches want from a nigga? What these bitches want from a nigga? What year did this come out? Meat bitches, discreet bitches, street bitches, slash, cocoa puff, sweet bitches, make you wanna eat bitches, but not me. Y'all niggas eat off the plate all you want. I'm fucks with these hoes from a distance. The instant they start to catch feelings. Niggas was in elementary school talking about what these bitches want. Yeah, now I was a young guy. I can imagine what the old heads was talking about. Yeah, I had a Alicia, a Kim. Felicia, I can imagine, you know, homies was like, yeah, this is my song. How crazy this shit was going on in the streets. Fuck what you heard. What you hearing? What you hearing? Listen. X go give it to you. Fuck wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock knock. Open up the door and spread with the non-stop I feel like I wanna work out right now. I could have seen him in concert, man. Yeah, that would have been crazy. I wish I had rode a motorcycle so I could have been outside with everybody's riding their motorcycles. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I'm going to listen to that on the way back to the crib. I'm going to go crazy. Careful, now. Get yeah. ticket. Slow down. Nah, for real. Slow down. If I call one of y'all, just know. <laughs> I need somebody to come pick me up type shit. I'm in a slammer. <laughs> I'm in a slammer. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Hey, bro, it's my one call. You got to make it happen, nigga. <laughs> Mark is crazy, bro. He used to say, yeah, I'm 10 minutes away. Then really almost be like 10 minutes away. And I'm like, damn, bro, that's a 20-minute drive. This nigga speeds. got to get the there, bro. You got to get there. And you got the red bike, so you know it's just look like, you look like Flash out there. Dude. Oh, most definitely. Jeez. Most definitely. 
Slow your road. Jeez. On the way here, I had to chill. I was in and out, and then I was like, dang. Why they can bark out here? <laughs> Street bike legend out here. Yeah, something, something slight, man. Something slight. Street bike legend out here. Something slight, man. How long slight. you been riding a motorcycle for? Six years now. Damn, time flies. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies. Nah, for real, man. I remember you, when you first got the bike. Yeah. I was like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like, this this is lit, bro. Yeah, this is what I'm doing now type shit, yeah. It was crazy. I always wanted a, always wanted a motorbike, especially yeah. when I was younger. Like, I wanted a dirt bike so bad. Couldn't get my hands on a dirt bike. I wanted the pocket rocket. Yeah. Couldn't get none of that shit. And then once I got my hands on the motor scooters, and I kept crashing, I was like, I can't do it. That's part. That's a part of it. I tell anybody, if you're going to get on the bike, like, you have to ride within your comfort zone. Uh-huh. But like even I crashed twice. Like it just it just is what it is. So with some of the stuff you can't control. I still gotta get a dirt bike. It's still gonna happen. I'm still gonna do it. I mean, don't don't do that. Don't settle, man. Just get you a street bike, man. Get you a little fourteen hundred. So how how did you kinda wake uh work your way up into like having the confidence of like getting on it? Yeah. So like I like my dad had a bike growing up and then uh I don't think I ever told that story. So like I wanted to get into cars. Cause I, I like cars, like, like I like cars. Like as a kid, my favorite car was a Viper. And wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, come on, come on, come sh- shout out to Night Rider, all that shit. So when I when I started getting some bread and stuff like that, it's like, man, I'm about to get me a car, a little six speed motherfucker. I'm about to be out here zooming, you know what I'm saying? And then I saw like I started researching like mods and. Once you buy the car, you got to put another 15, 20 Gs. And I said, damn, I just spend five, six K on this bike. And most of y'all motherfuckers can't catch me anyway. This nigga Marcus caught me a Mexican. <laughs> he called you a Mexican. He called me a Mexican. <laughs> hey, shout out to the Mexicans real quick. Because I was like, what, what's I get? What's the money come right? What's I get my money right? I'm going to go buy me a little Honda. Civic, some shit. Two door, motherfucker. Two door, get it. Two step on it for the cheat, like three thousand. Nah, then I was gonna start modifying the shit. Nah, nigga, nah. nah. Oh, okay. So he was gonna get like the um, the ones that wake up all the neighbors and stuff. Yeah, like he wanted a little Integra, the two door Integra. That motherfucker loud as as fuck. When he go, when he go uh, five to twenty, that shit sound like you just went through the whole neighborhood. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I ain't for to put no crate though. Sound, no, sound like he doing two hundred. He just I, went I around think, the corner. I think those modified <laughs> exhaust pipes is is All bullshit, right. bro. I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do no modified exhaust pipe unless I know I'm pushing three hundred. Yeah, but now nah, get a bike because like even like on a six hundred cc, I mean you still you top out like one fifty, one sixty. Like rarely it's gonna take you a minute to even get comfortable with that. And then you know once you you get a bigger cc bike, you know you just get Get more comfortable, but I mean, the, the, the key is seat time with the bikes. Like you gotta, you gotta be riding it. So you gotta put your hours in. You gotta put your hours in. The more you ride, the more you be comfortable. Then you understand like what you can and can't do, and stuff like that. Like one of the homies that I used to ride with, motherfucker crazy, going through traffic like buck twenty, buck thirty, buck forty. I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I'm ever do that. Now, that shit's slight. Like if I, I don't try to ride like that all the time. Cause state patrol, you know they 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 getting all y'all motherfucker three ninety twos, all y'all motherfucker Hellcats that be getting impounded. They be taking y'all shit, 
and now that's what them GSPs be riding in. So now they 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 the law. So they gonna they gonna try to catch me type shit. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta be careful with that. Nah, they gonna get you on the camera or something like that and send you something in the mail. Nah, my I, they they won't see my plate. Okay, because <laughs> you the flash. Yeah, yeah, type okay. shit, type shit. <laughs> Catch him when he can. I think I think it's dirty. The name of bike, like the name of your cars and stuff like that. But I wouldn't do nothing like that. But yeah, it's that she she go fast. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I'd be there by cars. I don't think I got day for the what out there. Except, see, I, 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 I don't know. I never, I never like I did it young when I was growing up. Like when I was younger, but now it's kind of like it's a vehicle type shit, type shit. But nah, hey. Anybody want to get a bike, get a bike, you know. Get a bike. Just got to get that seat time. Get a seat time. So what type of license do you have with the bike? Just a motorcycle license. And what is that, class? Uh, M. M? Okay. Yeah. So did you have to go to DMV? And, uh... Yeah, I took a course. It's a course you can take. I ain't going to shout them out, but it's a course, it's a course you can take. No free <laughs> promo. No free promo. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And they'll they'll like teach you everything, and then at the end of the class, you take your certificate up to the DMV, and that'll be your license. You don't have to take a test. So once you go through the course, they give you your shit. You go get your license, and then you just get a bike. Like to get started, so including all the gear, the class, and the bike, I probably spent five Gs, four or five Gs on everything. Yeah, so it's like brotherhood. Yeah, joining the brotherhood. Was there like, what's the what's the best time, best seasons to actually ride? Because I heard like summertime sometimes it can be way too hot. I mean, it's really <clears throat> like Georgia. The weather is weird, but like you can ride a bike year round. But it's just, are you gonna ride? You know what I'm saying? Like, of course you want to do it like when the weather like this and stuff like that. Like people be outside, but I mean, it, it really it's on you. Okay, so so you are what you late twenties, thirty now? Thirty years. So what bike can you see yourself having in the next twenty years? Like an old head type of bike? I mean, I wouldn't want the chopper, me personally. I'd probably get like a like a roadster or something like that. But nah, I'm I'm probably gonna be on the crotch rockets until my back too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so would you would you ever make it like a uh, a coast to coast trip? Hell no. Nah. Cause there's a lot of bikers that hey, do that. That's why. I, that's why I got the pickup. Wherever y'all trying to go, y'all. Tr- <laughs> they said it's a, it's an event in Houston. I will have the bike in the truck. I will drive to Houston, and then I will ride the bike in Houston. I'm not doing that. I just. I was just with some uh, niggas the other day. I went up to the BP. Anybody that ride bikes know about the BP up there by the Varsity. Oh, facts. That. And them niggas talking about some. Yeah, you know, we just rode. We was just in Virginia. I'm like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, we rode. We t- everybody took their bikes up there. We was like 40, 50 deep on bikes. Mm-hmm. Talk more about the var- uh, the BP by the varsity because that that's a that's a every time you get off of that Georgia Tech exit, you always see at least five bikes there. The bike and that that's one of the things that's kind of if if I ever wanted to relocate, it would have to be somewhere where it's a big bike community or at least a somewhat of a bike community. But it's like in Georgia, you ride a bike. And you pull up, it's always love. Like, just amongst people that ride bikes, it's always love, always love. Like, even, like, it's been times, like, on the way here, I was riding and dude saw me coming up behind him, and he got over. And most most of the time, because even I do that, like, if, I, if I'm if i in my truck and I see somebody on the bike, I get over. And it's just, 
It's always love. Brotherhood. Yeah. Like, even when you're not on a bike, you still see people, they'll shoot you, you know, the shit and stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's love, man. It's love. They accept you, whether you out there on a 300 CC, no, no hate on them, you know, but no matter what you want, you, you on two wheels that you found, you found. So what's been going on with you, Cows? You mentioned something about a concert. What's this concert you talk about? Oh, man. So last weekend, there was a certain artist who shut the city down. Instead of that. I mean, she probably one of the best of this generation. Man. All right, he went to a Beyonce concert. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing right now because I don't want us to get canceled. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this one be. Cancel me, cancel me. And them beehives will tear your ass up. Yeah, I, I'm gonna leave him not alone. Walking. I'm leave him alone. So, I'm nah, leave but him alone. honestly, yeah. I, I'm not a Beyonce fan. I would say, of course, I'm with my lady, and I took her little sister as well. So uh-huh. of course, they're the fans. But Beyonce put on a show. Like, I seen I seen some of the shit yeah. on Instagram and Twitter shit like that. It looked crazy. Hey, I call her Auntie Yonsei now. Yeah. Auntie Yonsei put on the show like two and a half hours. Niggas don't have catalog for two and a half hours to make a fan base interested. Fair. Then she not only did she perform in Atlanta on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Same I mean, set? Like, on Monday. Same set? Same set. Gotta get to the bag, the bag, the bag. But we all know she she's a killer. Uh, How about she make a show like like she makes like a million a show, right? Yeah, I about to say it, it's it's got to it be gotta more be, than uh, a couple M's. It, it has to. It got to be. That's a multi uh, a multi billion dollar uh, three day weekend type shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She brought a B to the uh, today. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. As far, as, if you look at it, it's easily as far as the hotels, the rental cars. Let's just say the tickets. Let's say food. Let's say alcohol. Let's say entertainment. <laughs> and then it's Atlanta, so people coming in from out of state, coming to the city type shit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, man, she knows her audience. But, I mean, a lot of a lot of people love Beyonce. Um, but I was just a, I, I was kind of amused just looking at the type of people that was there. She had the aunties there, of course. She had the young crowd. She like you know the twenties, thirties, and she even had younger people than that. Then she had the uh, the gay community, really. And they show out like crazy, and like you'd be like, as a straight man, you'd be like, oh, this is crazy, bro. But then the amount of gay people that's there, and you'd be like, it's not a white thing, it's not a black thing, it's not a their flag thing, it's a green thing, and Beyonce is getting that fucking money. And they support her like crazy, man, for real. They they showed out. They they showed out like as far as cowboy boot, boots, hats. Man, and it was like the Mercedes Benz Stadium. This is where the Falcons play, this is where Atlanta United play. Yeah. Where the Super Bowls are held. She did three nights in a row. Did they oh that's what I meant. So was it uh they opened up the top? The top. Everything was opened up? Everything. It was crazy, right? She has seats where you couldn't even see the stage. You can see Beyonce on the side and stuff like that, but the actual visual part yeah. and the screens, she had a section sold out from the 100, 200, and 300 sections sold yeah. out. Couldn't even see the stage. So that was the day of the show. So it was like I was looking at the demand for her to see her. Once everybody seen her on Friday night on Instagram, man, it's like <laughs> Auntie Beyonce in the, in the city, bro. We got to see Auntie Beyonce. Yeah. And 
I know a lot of a lot of folks are like, man, that's I want to never see you know, shit. That there were no empty seats in that motherfucker. Yeah, for real. I'm not surprised <laughs> by that though. I'm not surprised either. Yeah. But I heard Taylor Swift. Uh, she did three as well. Taylor Swift is just like that too. I don't know any Taylor Swift songs, but it's kind of crazy because they said the the uh, the tour revenues is like over ten billion dollars. Taylor Swift is crazy. Revenue, revenue—that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You gotta give respect to you know people who can put asses in the seats. Yeah, that's a fact. That's what's all about it in the day. You can't do that. You can't do nothing. You're not lying. You're so, not lying at all. How many artists right now do you think can sell out a stadium? Not not an arena like where the basketball players play, but a stadium with a football or soccer play. Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Kanye. I want to say Trav. Negative. Okay, not Trav. There. F- festivals though. He he got that. Jay. Drake. Drake did it too. He, Jay, he just came to Mercedes, Drake. didn't he? Drake is. Oh no, he coming in September. But September. He's performing at State Farm. He oh he going to State Farm, right? He can't do that. What about Cole? J. Cole. If Drake if Drake can't do it, Cole no 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 just Drake can't do it. If Drake can't do it, Cole not doing it. Come Drake on. Drake ain't doing it? No, nah, he's at a state farm. Not this not the Ben Stadium. So he probably has uh, levels probably, to this shit. Yeah, that's why that's why I had to respect Beyonce because like I'm looking at this shit like this is where the Super Bowl was played. And this shit's all sold out. You got to be except behind her, but on the side of her, she even sold that shit out too. Three nights in a row. You gotta respect that shit, but it's only five. You can't even name five people. You just said Taylor Swift, Kanye, and maybe Jay Z. But Jay Z ain't do that shit without Beyonce a few years ago. Fair. I see you big it up, Beyonce. I see you big it up, Beyonce. So we're gonna go to the next topic. <laughs> Shout out to Beyonce. <laughs> no, I just had to give respect. I didn't I didn't know it was like that. I really didn't. And I, I went on a Monday night. Damn, fair. Fair. Damn, that's crazy. Every time you laugh like that, it mutes you because you go past the, the volume a little bit. Just watch. If you laugh, if if the light over here turns orange, then you just said, nigga, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, 50 Cent was in, in town this past week, too. Did y'all see that? Where was he at? He was performing. I guess this is his last tour of all time. He was at Lakewood. Lakewood is the amphitheater over there. Um, it's a little bit past 75 and University. Okay. So, But that's a dope venue, though. That's where I seen J. Cole perform. That was my favorite concert of all time. Shout out J. Cole, 2014, Forest Hill Drive. So that shit was classic. Man, man classic. That, yeah, that was a good one to go to. A shorty yeah. I messed with, she, she said that she was for to go to the 50 Cent concert and her, her friends for to dress up like early 2000s type shit, do rags with wife beaters and shit. Oh, with the with the bullet vest and everything and the, the New York fitted? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I kind of see how she was looking at that shit. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Oh, I tell you, but I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> they trap said, "I can't fuck no old hoes, my nigga, old and old no." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> you should have went. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm you good. Went too. I'm good. So you you don't rock with concerts? 
No, I do concerts. I haven't been to many concerts though. I might have been on to like two. That's crazy to me because you have you had the sound and music and you your production, of course. Look at look at all the equipment you have around you right now. It's like you should be at a concert. I feel like that make you more picky though. I am picky. Yeah. The only concerts I've been to is a Lupe Fiasco concert, which he's my favorite, so I had to go. So so why every time an artist I mentioned concerts of artists, they're like, uh, they kind of brush it off. Is it like a, is it a, I'm not saying like an ego thing, but it's just like, they, they're not as big as how they, the audience that they have. Like, you feel uh, like. I say that, I'll probably say that in recent time, I just been so busy with shit, like a lot of different shit. Like I canceled out like a lot of, like even going out with friends was like a big thing for me. I was like, okay. Like I would have to like, Think about it, like, should I go out or not? So, concerts, vacations, shit like that. All oh, that shit was off the table for, like, the longest. Oh, he was- now, maybe. But, like, so, like, when Jay and Kaya had their concert, there'd be concerts where I'd be like, I wish I would have went. The Jay and Kaya concert, like, shit like that. But really, though, I don't really care for concerts. I don't like being around a bunch of people like that. Always some shit be happening, so I don't, I don't even want to put myself in those situations. Facts. Like, I can tell I'm getting old because... <laughs> I left that shit early. I made sure we left early because I, I don't like sitting in crowds no more. I mean, uh, sitting in the crowd will, but like walking out in the escalator and all that. And yeah, I, 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 don't I like, like that, that shit. I remember uh, they was just telling me about how they would go to like the boxing fights. We go out there, it's just niggas. I'd be like, first thing come up, I'd be like, bro, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to be around a bunch of niggas. I feel that. My bottle. Like, it has to be like, like Spence and Crawford, I would have went. I don't care who the fuck out there. Let's I would have went. Let's talk about it. But just whoever, whoever, I ain't going. It has to be like some shit where I know like this is a moment of time. Like Pacquiao versus De La Hoya. Like you have to go. But but you know bro, what I'm that's why I say I don't know. I feel like you gotta live life. I'm not saying you not you don't live life, but those those type of events that you just kinda Name are so overpriced because, but I feel like it would be worth it. Like even NBA wise, right? I don't care to go to the Hawks game. I remember one time me and my ex I got to an argument because she was like, "Let's go to the Hawks," and I think they was playing like the Hoarders show. I ain't going to that bullshit. That's fact. Fuck all that. That's fact. She got mad at me. But like, if if the Lakers was in town, if the Lakers is in town, or fucking or Golden State is in town. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay that dollar, and I probably and I might pay a pretty petty, not to be courtside, but to get me like a really good a seat. decent seat. So you see the court. It, I'm doing that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think the last I don't want to say it, but no, wait, wait, wait. No, I've been. I think the last NBA game I went to was like a couple years ago. It was Sixers, Sixers and Hawks, and I forgot how I ended up, ended up at that game. I probably was with somebody. Was that with y'all? Was it with you? Hmm. I feel like I was. I don't remember. Trey got hurt. He had, like hurt his ankle, some shit. Joel B was playing. I was like, oh, that's a big ass motherfucker. Playoff time? No, nah, it wasn't playoff time. I've only been to two hot games. It was one time they played the 76ers. And then I've been, and then I went to a playoff game a long, long time ago. Like Paul Pierce is still playing type shit. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, still play. I go to a I decent amount of sporting like, events. I think the last time I went to a Hawks game was 
earlier this year when they was in the playoffs? Fal- I've been maybe to like one or two Falcons games, but I never liked Fresh. the Falcons, so I never, I never, I don't really care. Fresh. about it. I don't know. I just don't really, I don't really care. I don't really care unless I know it's some shit where I was like, or it's like I have to go, like I have to, like this is gonna be a moment in time, and I have to fucking go. Outside of that, I just won't go. I'll be like, I just watch the shit on TV at home and save my money. See, I, I used to be that. I had Buy me some more equipment. Like, I used to be that because my early twenties, because I didn't, I didn't go to college or a university to have like the the fun, fun in my early twenties. So my my early twenties, I went to a lot of concerts. I went to see, uh, like I said, J Cole. I went to see Rihanna, Kanye, Drake, Kendrick. And all the people who opened up for them. You know what I'm saying? So I had a lot of fun doing that. Now, I don't care to see that at all. It's got to be like a real special occasion. Yeah, it's got to be somebody like, like the last concert I went to was a Lucky concert. And that's only because that album, I really fuck with the album. So it was like, I want to go see it. See, that's different. If you fuck with an album, you make a connection to the album, that the album kind of helped you out in life. You just playing the album a lot more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I will go to that one album that I rock with a lot. I was this close to going to the concert, and I was like, uh, "I only got nowhere to go with." You know what I'm saying? So I ain't go. And he passed away a few months later. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. But that Victory Lap album, I was supposed to go to that concert. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Yeah, cause that that Victory Lap album was dope. I would say it's because of stuff like that with Nip. Why now, like? I'll go to a concert because, like, him and Mac, like, I, I really, I'm a big fan of Mac, so it's like, I've got Mac tatted on me. Like, I would, like, there's so many. Was that that self care album? Uh, no, nah, this is uh, the label Most Dope. Uh, oh. Yeah. But, like, I wish I would have went, but I just. That's what I'm saying. So. But now it's like, if it's, a, if it's an artist I really, really rock with, like, really, really, truly rock with, like, when Travis come back for this Utopia, I'll probably go. I just been so caught up with like what I be ha- what I be having going on that like I just n- none of that shit. Can't do none of it. So like, I feel tell myself like nope. Like you when it's time for you when you finally reach your goals and then you can treat yourself. I feel to that. Some shit. I feel that. I feel Outside that. of that, yeah, we ain't doing it. So I know. Okay, do you have uh? I know you have big goals. Do you have like small goals that you achieve and you still kind of you know, celebrate yourself on? Uh, not necessarily. You got to do that because um, you work too hard. That's fair. You, you, I, might, you might not even realize how much you overcame. Not not necessarily. Gotten. And I say that because so like my most recent goal that I accomplished, I was like, okay, but I'm like a I'm I'm a simple motherfucker. Like I just like small shit. Like. <laughs> I want to fucking accomplish my goal just so I can fucking post up in the crib and talk to Siri all fucking day and fucking watch my fucking movies on my That's little mini, mini talking to Siri like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Siri, uh, what's up, Siri? Like, real person. Like, yeah. Siri, you want to go get some lunch? Now, nah, I feel like, though, like, I, I feel like you got to do that, but like you said, for the small goals, you just got to... Whatever it is, like you said, like that you like to do, and you just do that. Like me, like probably hit the plug up. If we, if we, if we really, if we really sitting pretty, 
that might be Miami weekend. You know, Miami like my second home, so <laughs> they slide to Miami for a weekend, come back, something slight like that. You know. Yeah, I probably say like the most I would do like if I to celebrate a small goal because I I have. I'd be like, all right, let me go ahead and buy me a bottle of champagne. The bubbly. Buy hey. me a bottle of champagne and kick it with a shorty, and that's my little celebration. Let's go. That's, that's, that's a good celebration right there. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, like, the champagne. Sounds slight. Champagne different. Yeah, 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 G different. He, he, when he celebrate, different. he celebrate a spade. <laughs> a spade. Now, <laughs> see the bottle right there behind you. Yeah, know I'm saying, you know. That, that's not a $20 bottle. Nah, right? nah, 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 nah. No, <laughs> sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, no I, think, free, I think the no. letters are M O E T. Oh, yeah, the, mo- the Moet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, no free promo. Unless yeah, no free, yeah, no free promo. Unless we get a Moet sponsorship, then you know we made it, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sponsored that's, by that's Moet. Shit. Right. Then you know we made it. <laughs> so then you know we made it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll buy me a bottle of Moet, some shit like that, you know, some slight. So slight. Yeah, for real. Today, um, Wanted to speak on some things like so just to build on what we was talking about in the last episode, you know, so once you get into the real estate game and, you know, you start getting, you know, all your P's and Q's, you down your eyes, crossing your T's and stuff like that. I want if you could drop some gems for those getting into the game, because there's a lot of stuff. Especially when you're trying to do stuff on your own, you're trying to build, you're trying to create and stuff like that. It's not really a blueprint for it. It's a lot of things, you know, you either got to find out on your own or you come across or you make a mistake and you figure out like, oh, I could have done it this way. That would have been better. It might have been cheaper, stuff like that. So speak to what's it like once you step into the game? What's some things you need to look out for? What's some things you might, you know, want to read up on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good question. So with the real estate... um, of course, you know, doing your own homework is number one, but if if you do not take that action, that's all on you. Okay. Because taking action is number one. You can learn as much as you want to on the internet, but if you're just sitting around waiting for somebody to make it happen for you, yeah. you're going to get scammed because then you're you're depending on somebody else's work work ethic to make sure you get paid. So that, so you got so you saying you got to make some mistakes coming into the game now. You gotta get your ass off the fucking couch yeah. and go onto the field and actually you know implement what you learned. Yeah. So <laughs> so from you don't have to give away too much sauce even though we give away sauce for free a lot on the show. Free sauce. What's some things that when you came into the game some mistakes that you made that now you know how to move a little bit better? With, with the real estate, the mistakes, I mean, it's not really a mistake. It's really a learning lesson. So I can give a good example. So I I, ha- I, sold, I wholesaled a house where I made $8,000 uh, in 2018. But I looked at what the house is looking like now, and that's where I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I didn't play the long-term game. Wow, okay. I just played the quick, get the quick buck and be done with it. But, um, for example, this guy had a house, and he had a half an acre of land. He with the wanted, house, with the house, okay. He wanted a hundred thousand, okay, for both. That's crazy. I didn't know too much. I didn't know how to get funding. I didn't know how to talk to lenders. I didn't know how to make sure I can get that hundred thousand and stay, still make a lot of profit off of it. Mm-hmm. So basically, I, I wholesaled it to a buyer. The buyer he sold it on the market for a thirty thousand thirty thousand dollar profit, 
but the end buyer who he kept it as a rental. Yeah. Now, apartment complex company or whatever came by was like, we want to buy the land and we want to buy the house. Okay. We want to turn this into a co- apartment complex. Yeah. So they don't care about nothing about the house. They just want to tear it down. Yeah. And the person who who had the house, he sold it for like three fifty. Damn. And the land, he sold it for one hundred fifty. Damn. So the long term game, and just no. I mean, I'm not mad at myself because I didn't know. Yeah. I just knew how to get money that way. Well, how I did was just wholesale the quick, you know, the quick buck, which was uh, me making that money back then. I was a okay. That that learning lesson of just seeing what it looked like now. It's like, damn, I see why the old heads is not too hyped off a little money now. Oh, uh, so you didn't understand the value of what what the house, I guess, potentially could have been. Could have been. Mm. So is that like a thing? Like, I don't know how much you come across like houses with land and stuff like that. But when you play in that sort of game, I guess looking, that's a different type of avenue, like to those apartment complexes and stuff like that. That's looking for land and not mm-hmm. just property. Well, it, I mean, you probably can see it with all types of things, even cars, motorcycles, and this and that. Like, could you really pick out a diamond in the rough? Mm. That is probably the biggest thing, because you got to have, like, the mindset of what it can look like when it's actually finished. Not what it's looking like right now. We already know it's fucked up right now. Yeah, yeah, But once you have that vision to seeing what it could look like, I'm going to make it look like this, Yeah, that's where you become a boss. Mm. Because then you set you, you basically are making a house for a new homeowner. Like like for example, uh, um, yesterday I got a house in my neighborhood that just got flipped. Okay. Oh, this is all about opportunity too. So, I went up to the the flipper, which is a black man. Flipper. Flipper. Right. And I was just like, man, I, I like what you're doing with this house. I saw how the house looked before. You're doing your thing. Keep it up. Yeah. He talked to me for 45 minutes straight. Yeah. Just give me game about lenders and how to uh, go to your city council, uh, talk to the mayor, donate to the mayor, yeah, and just just give me game. And basically, he flipped another house in that neighborhood too. Yeah. So and he said, "Hey, I want you to come see this house when it's fixed up." So I went yesterday. Man, that shit was fly. Yeah. He put about a hundred grand into it, and now at this point. We didn't. We didn't got cool. Yeah. So he's like, if you find a deal in this area, bring it to me. I'm gonna make sure you get paid well. Yeah. So those connections, and I didn't have to go to the house yesterday. Yeah. But when he told me to go, I made sure I went because I knew it could lead into something. Yeah. That's why I say you gotta take action because if you just sit on your ass, you're not gonna get those type of conversations. So you gotta get into the game. You gotta get out there and kind of push yourself into the to these networks and these people. To, to get this information to build them relationships because that's hey, how the bread gonna come in the long run. Hey, conversation rules the nation. Yeah. When I say that, I don't say that lightly. Conversation rules the nation. You can talk to anybody. As long as you talk to them about something that keeps them interested, yeah. you don't know where that's gonna lead you in life. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you kind of talked about that a little bit in the last episode, like being able to articulate yourself being able to, to hold those conversations with those mm-hmm. different type of people with different backgrounds and stuff like that so that, you know, you can ultimately get what you want out of it. But at the end of the day, like you're saying, like, it's all about conversation. It's all about relationships at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, because if I, if I were studying real estate 
I'm like, man, these buyers, they hold all the sauce. They got the money. They're the ones who's actually paying me because if I bring them deals, they're the one who's get the funding where I get paid from, right? Yeah. But if I'm just looking at them as buyers and I just give them deals, and I don't actually talk to them and meet them, I wouldn't realize that they need me more than they need me. Oh, I get what you're saying. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, they need me more than I need them. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because they need that next project. So if I find the next project and I get that project under contract and I say, hey, I got one, I'm helping them build the portfolio and more money. Uh, so it's just like, what? Can, how can you make yourself relevant to a person who's making money? Yeah. How can you bring them more money? And then you can get out of the, the small fish tank and get into, yeah. get into the big one. Now we business partners. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nah, for real, for real, though. for real, for real. That's that's crazy. So, are there like I don't I don't know how the, how the community is. Actually, hold on. Oh, go ahead. You actually had said the same thing to me. I did. Yeah. What's that? When I was telling you about the the story about like how I had the the bad encounter with the celebrity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, bro, like, if you would have came to him as in, hey, this is what I do, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We could potentially work together. That's like a whole different now perspective shift. Yeah. So some people just want to get put on compared to actually thinking about what it is that you're going to bring to the table. Yeah. you No, they're not going to listen to you if, they're not, if you're not increasing their value. Because everybody's self, like, everybody has had to have some type of selfishness to their business. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes the higher-ups, they put so much work into that business and effort and that craft that it's going to come naturally. Like, I work too hard just to give up this position or just take a little bit amount of money. So, so you you got to sell yourself as an asset, not just... Yeah, and the first thing I went up to that, that, that investor, I said, I like what you're doing. I done seen it what it looked like before and what you did now. So what you're doing is good. Yeah. And I want to see more of it. And possibly I can bring you a deal where you can make more of this. Yeah. So it's kind of just respecting the craft too. I mean, and people who, you know, who are like deep into the craft, sometimes they can be assholes. So it's just really hard to know to approach an asshole, really. I'm like that. Yeah, like, but if I if I seen you... And I see if I if I just seen you working and stuff, I'm not gonna say nothing while you're working. If if I happen to run across you like we're in, like right by each other, like, hey, bro, that shit sound dope, bro. Don't fuck up, don't give up. If you give up, you tripping. I say yeah. I'm like that in the in the aspect of cause we we've had this conversation recently, mm-hmm. and it's like. If I've put in all this manpower, sweat, blood, tears into my craft and what I do, and then someone presents himself to me, like, hey, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, I like what you do, so on and so forth. But if they are presenting themselves to me in a certain fashion where it's not, I say, a collaborative effort, but it's obvious that they're coming to me for whatever reason, like would be service or to not even because a lot of times it don't be to soak up game. It just be because they know you got something going on for you, yeah. so they just want to get a piece of that. 
And a lot of people don't understand is for those who do act like assholes sometimes, I'm not saying I am an asshole, but I know, like, I've had that character flaw. Yeah. And what will happen is, it's like, so like saying while I was working in the music studio, right? Mm-hmm. If I put in all this time, all this sleeping in the studio, working days after days after days, working on projects, dealing with different artists, dealing with different clients, doing all this, doing this. People send me the albums I got to edit and all this extra shit. If I'm doing all this because I have respect for the craft or I love what I do, if you come to me and you're presenting yourself in a way like, oh, yeah, man, you know, such and such, and it's obvious that you're just trying to not soak up game, but you're more so just trying to Get you, get find your way, try to nudge in. That's where sometimes that people can pers- come off as assholes because it's like, hey, bro, like, have you put in your ten thousand hours? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just over here because you think it's lit over here. If that's the case, then it's like you can watch from afar, but you can't get you can't get in on none of this shit because you haven't like. There's nothing about you that shows me that you've that you've dedicated yourself to wherever this is, that you've put in that dedication, or you look at it the same as I do. You have that passion for it. You have that craft compared to I just want to get on. Yeah. So sometimes people do come off as assholes because of that. Like, say, in, in, Kel's, in Kel's situation, if Kel's, say, if in a different aspect, if Kel's had nothing to do with real estate, he didn't know how to talk the real estate game, he didn't know the lingo, he didn't have his own experiences, make his own sales, even if he didn't even probably tell the guy that he made his own sales and he has a resume experience in, in real estate. Yeah. Kells, his presentation and how he would present himself to that person, there's still like an energy that he's going to give off that the person's like, he knows what he's talking about. He knows like what I'm really doing. Like some people could just look and be like, oh yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> and then some people can look and be like, I really see what you're doing. I really see that you fixed up this house in a certain manner, and that is fire, like the way you did it, because some people might do it that way, some people not think about it that way. Yeah. But as me being also a real estate person, I see what you're doing, and I, and, and I got to give you your kudos. And because of that energy that he gave off, the guy was more receptive to that. Okay. Compared to Kells coming up and not having a resume, not having, knowing anything, and just seeing like, oh, he does real estate. He make money. That's cool. Let me like get cool with this guy and like squeeze my way into his to his to his operation. Yeah, yeah. People will come off as assholes because it's like, hey, bro. Like, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when you don't feel like the person who came up to you hasn't put in that work mm-hmm. based off the few sentences they said about the craft. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. You know how many conversations we've had recently, and it always comes back to one thing. What's that? The work. So explain it though. So we had a conversation with E, and the episode's called Captain Saving Nigga. And he talking about the he said, I got it. He said, I don't know what size of cake came in. Yeah, yeah, that episode. <laughs> and we were talking about. Um, so the premise of the episode was because it had started between the conversation with me and E, and the premise was. Um, like, now I'm on a type of time. Well, I've always kind of been this way, but it's, like, in small increment amounts. But I've always had this mentality where it's, like, I do want to give back or help out the community that I'm in. Like, I've kind of always just wanted to help people, mm-hmm. let alone 
the the field that I'm in, it's helping people. So that's just kind of part of my nature. And um, his stance was, you know, he his his perspective on it is his perspective. You know, helping the homies, helping his family, loved ones, so on and so forth. And I was like, that's cool, but now reaching out even farther, stretch expanding even farther and affecting people in your community that you might not even know, affecting the people in the community to help build up that community. Um, but even that conversation came back down to the people that are putting in work, those are the people you really take under your wing compared yeah. to a person who's not putting in that work or it will show you that they're not going to put in the work. Yeah. I can see, so I can, I, Ray, what you kind of explained before, uh, talking about L, that makes sense because if they come to you and it's just awesome bullshit and they just want to get on and up their level, but they're not even in the second or, or let's just say 300 hour of like getting to it where they got to get to it. And they're still on basic one-on-one stuff. And you're like, I'm past that, man. You got to, you got to build your following. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. You're not even close to what I'm doing. Yeah, that's different. Especially if you're not bringing me no value. Even then, like I could say, um, I'm not trying to like shift the conversation towards me, but um, just because it's relatable to what we're talking about, like even to even I've been where like there's when I'm like recording an artist, and um, see that industry is different though. It, that, that industry is it's totally different, different, but it's not because the examples every, the examples I have is, is totally different. Well, well, well this, so that's why I say. Every industry is different in its own respect and its own um, strategy, respect, structure. Everything is different, but there's always key components that are always the same in every industry. So in this case, where I mentioned this, it's like if I'm working with an artist, right, I notice personally I am more engaged and more into the project, when I'm dealing with an artist who I know, for one, do have their own vision, but not just on having their own vision, they have, like, they know, they know, they know music to a certain extent. Like, they know, uh, they put in enough work to where when I'm in the room with them, I'm actually learning from them, even though I'm trying to help guide and lead them to finish the song. I'm also learning. It's a it's a back and forth compared to when I'm working with an artist who really doesn't know as much. And then what happens is it's a it's like they're it's like they pull, they're pulling a lot out of you. So not only am I recording you and so on and so forth, but now it's like, hey Gary, can you do this? Hey G, can you do this? Hey, can you help me this? Hey, can you help me songwrite? Hey, can you help me finish the song? Like it comes back to the work. If you haven't been putting in the work, like when you come around people who haven't put in the work, but money talks, so there's gonna be that those, those same people who are asking those questions have the money and the budget to for you to actually perform that, you would do it. That's one thing. Now I'll still do the service if you paying me. That's what I'm saying. They have the budget. I, if you doing it, this, yeah. if, if you paying me, but I am more engaged in the sessions where I'm working with an artist who I can tell and is showing me that they've put in enough work that when they say certain things, I'm learning. Because that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. How are we making each other better? 
Yeah. Not how am I here and how are you pulling things out of me? Now, if we're, if this is not a mentorship scenario. And if it is, then so be it. But then that's understood from the jump. Right. Compared to we're working together and really what it's coming down to, if, if you're paying me or if you're not, it's easy to tell when someone's really just pulling stuff out of you yeah. but not really bringing anything to the table outside of themselves compared to someone who's putting in the work. And when they're talking to you and when you're engaging, you're learning from them. I bet you there might be something that in the conversation you had with um, old boy that you might have said and it might have he might not have shown you. He might have. I don't know how the conversation went. But I'm pretty sure there might be stuff that you said that allowed that 45 conversation, that 45 minute conversation to continue. Because if you had nothing to say, that conversation could could have definitely been a lot shorter. Well, that's why I said at first I, I brought I'm bringing him value. Mm-hmm. That, that's I had to clear that out the chase. So if I was one of those artists, I'm like, look, hey, I might be fucked up here or I'm fucked up here, but hey, I'm, you're about to get paid. If you know that guaranteed. The conversation changes. Yeah. The listening aspect changes. You're more in- intrigued of, like, how am I going to get paid? Mm-hmm. But then, like, even before you get to the money aspect, it's even, like, your conversation with, with with Buddy, it could turn into money where you make some money down the road. But it's that initial conversation where when you talking, it's like, okay, like, this person, they own up and up. Yeah, because you really got to put the hours in, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, and it takes two minutes to understand if you put the hours in or not. But it's not even up and up, because I would say that one thing, and that's why, that's why I always be telling everybody, like, money is, money is, I like money. Money is a tool and a resource. Correct. But one thing that I've always hold in high regard, as high as money, if some, not sometimes, depending on the situation, even higher than money, is the knowledge that I'm going to be gaining from this interaction. If I know that I'm going to be learning something that I did not know before, that sometimes is even more important than the money because whatever knowledge I learn from, from moving on is allowing me and helping me to be a better version of me as well as to make, something to make that future I can... Money. Huh? To make future money. To make future money. Yeah. 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 That, that, that industry's hard, though. Music industry's totally different because there's a lot of people that bullshit... They 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 really are ass and they they just trying in to get that, on. In natural life they have a little bit of drip they have, you know they've been popular in the hood and shit like that so they feel like they can get on that's all they know they really just trash I mean honestly I'll be getting all the money I can out them trash ass niggas man think about it this way say if you working in a warehouse right mm-hmm. if you are the manager of a warehouse. Right. And you got a group of workers working under you. You will be more susceptible and maybe be less of an asshole to the ones that you see with your eyes be putting in that work that, you know, when they come in, you are getting production out of those individuals. Why? Because not only are they doing the job. But them doing the job at a high level or as proficient as they're doing, that's helping you. I mean, in a situation where you can kind of see some worth, somebody's worth ethic and, like, what type of work they putting in, like, that helps. But even even to both of y'all points, like, 
you still going to know if that person is even worth your time when you have that initial conversation. If they're not talking a certain way or if they just not there, they're not ready, you're going to know. You're going to know, especially if you put in those hours in your respective field, you're going to know if, all right, this person really on bullshit. Or, you know what? Maybe they might be on the right path. They just need some help. They just need, like, a little breadcrumb or something like that. You definitely going to know it within a conversation. Like, back to your conversation, like, it came a point in time where he was like, okay, like, of course, we all want to help the next man out, but it came a point in time where he was like, okay, like, me, because time is the most valuable asset we have. Because you only got so much time in the world, period. So why I'm going to waste my time talking to somebody where it's, okay, like, yeah. fist bump. Honestly, now, go do what you was doing. I'm going to go back to do what I'm doing. <laughs> and if you don't figure out if they know what they're talking about in the first couple of minutes, say, let's just say y'all exchange information and stuff like that, like contact information. If they're blowing you up, you know, they're calling you two or three times a week, they want to learn. So at that, in my industry, if they're blowing me up like that, I'll actually kind of spend a little bit of time more to kind of teach them a little bit mm-hmm. because I, I love the hustle. Yeah. I love the eagerness to learn and become better. That is the number one thing in business. I don't care a billionaire right now, he can hire somebody who's making 50000 a year yeah. because of that eagerness and hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't buy it. With all the money in the world, you cannot buy it. So if somebody wants to learn that bad, hmm, maybe I can teach them a little bit and see where they grow from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he can he might be better than me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And that's where like I'm not sure if I like I'm different from other people or not, but I really don't give a fuck if somebody comes better than me at what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. If I teach them and give them the sauce and they actually took it and ran with it, he's that's his destination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it has to be an eagerness out this world, like, he has to be annoying me. Yeah. We're like, damn, bro, I'm on my bad. I missed the last two calls, bro. I got 15 minutes now. We can talk about it. Yeah. And he just asks you everything. He takes that 15 minutes, he runs that, and he uh, applies that in the next conversation he calls you with. Say, hey, I did this, what you just said. Now on to the next thing. Yeah. What do I do from here? Well, okay, we got some motivation. I like this little nigga. He kind of reminded me of myself a little bit when okay. I was coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he ain't going to fail. He's not taking no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Those are ones that you you can't say no to because, like, you can't. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're saying. You like, got to respect the hustle. When you in the game, you really got to get out there. Like, you really need to be... Like, if this is what you want to do, you really got to go get it. Like, really yeah. go get it. And if they make little minor mistakes, that's cool. It, it, that comes with the territory. Yeah. But like I said, if they want it so bad where they're annoying you, hey, man. So what I realized, too, is in that conversation that we was having about, like, helping people, Captain Saving Nigga. Yeah. What I realized is my stance on it was actually, like, we were talking, we agreed on the same thing. You know what I'm saying? As far as people putting in work. Right. My stance on it actually was a, not that exactly. It was, um, 
so in the phase of you building yourself up and so on and so forth, if you are to help people that are around you, you'll be more susceptible to help people that are also have that hustle in you. Mm-hmm. So what I re- so what I realized in retrospect was that where I, my stance as far as like helping the community and stuff like that, yes, I do that now, but most more also like once you're in a position where you have resources to give out, you're not necessarily looking for the person with the hustle, where it's just like, no, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. That's where it's like, I'm just doing it just to do it. If I don't you, care if you, what if you're looking to If you're is. looking to help people, you're going to be disappointed. The shit don't, the, the people who want to learn is going to come randomly. But it's not necessarily the people that want to learn. And it's not, and I, almost, I, I disagree on this point part. Like, think about it this way, and I always go back to the thing about this way, right? Anytime you saw a movie or docu-series, some shit about drug dealers, right? What's the one thing they all do? Go to jail. Other than that. Die, go to jail, or... Other than those parts. Make money. Other than that part. Rat somebody out, or somebody's... God damn. <laughs> Push a new somebody product. That, somebody who Niggas would give turkeys... To, niggas on Thanksgiving, niggas got turkeys, right? Didn't expect that answer. <laughs> 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 but go ahead, go ahead. They niggas give out turkeys. They give a heart. They had a good heart or something like that? Right, all right. That's their way of, I've done all this, so now I'm going to give back. So here's free turkeys for everybody type shit, right? So my stance was, instead of giving out turkeys, let's give out sauce. So now y'all can go and do whatever y'all want with it. But now I'm giving y'all game that if you want to turn into some money, you can do that. But but you got to understand what you said at first, too. If somebody came up to you and didn't put the amount of hours into it, how much of a conversation you can give them? No, but it's not even about the conversation. Just do it just to do it. Like the same way you go to Goodwill and you about to drop off some clothes. You got to be self. If you want to succeed, you got to be selfish. I agree. So that giving out free sauce is, if I got the sauce, I need to be the most selfish I've ever been in life to become a more successful in that level. If I'm stuck in this stage, because I've done this, bro. When I learned real estate, I wanted everybody to come with me and learn real estate. Mm. But I got to understand, everybody's timing is different. I agree. And I spent all this time, when I had the sauce, trying to help niggas. I'm like, damn, I should have been focused on my goddamn self. I would have been here at this point. Fuck them niggas. Now, if they come to me and they really want to learn this shit and they annoy the fuck out of me, we got somebody who want to learn it. But if I, I'm constantly calling them, to actually do it, fuck them. No, no, no. I so got to be not, selfish on what I got to do and succeed. I'm not talking about that part. Again, when you're building yourself up and you're on your come up, I'm not I'm talking after about... After you already made it, is what you're saying. After you've already made it. After, then, you, after you've made it to a point where now you have resources to go around. But the, the, to go back to the conversation that Kills had with Buddy, like, he's successful, mm-hmm. right? He, he's been doing this for a minute, mm-hmm. I, I take... He said he had 50 flips, and he's 50 years old. So, Kale's coming up to him and saying, like, yo, like, I got experience. I've been doing this, that, and the third. You know, I could probably bring you your next uh, your next flip. Kale's is showing that, one, he already put the work in. Mm. Two, he hungry. And three, he looking at this is the long-term game for him. He He making this... This is a career. This is what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
Buddy didn't give him a book and say, "Hey." He didn't come to me. Yeah. At all. He he didn't he didn't say, "What up, my brother? Let me t- let me uh, teach you real estate." What I've been doing. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, no. Kells wasn't uh-huh. driving by. He said, "Fuck, hey you in the car? Hey, come out here." Like he still he still had to put his, Kells had to put himself in a position where, because he'd been putting in the work, when he going to network and talk to people, it though. He put himself in a situation where somebody that was established and actually willing to give out sauce, because he probably was willing, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't going to do that if he didn't think Kel's worth time. Yeah, yeah. And but I see that with you though. If if you see somebody who's not willing to put in the time or hasn't put in the time, why even talk to him that much? But I'm saying. You don't have to necessarily talk to him that much. It's here. So now if go I, and if, do with as you please. If I have if I have the free sauce, and like I said, this again, is my free time. sauce, not sauce that you had to go buy. If you have free sauce to give out, you got extra sauce just dripping out the side of the pot. I mean, I, I'll you know say this. I'll say this. Why let the sauce go to waste? I'll say this to that. Because it, um, oh no, Mark, because there's more sauce to be made. There's always going to be sauce got, to be made, I, especially and I, if I'm and I got the re, I got the recipe to make it, and let's just say that sauce, I might have 50 bands. I need to be more selfish to make another 150 bands to even help somebody. That, that person who's I think can take the sauce, they're not even willing to give you 10 bucks. So, so why, why, why waste your time on trying to build somebody else up that doesn't want it like that when you can build yourself up to get it to that next level. Let me you ask gotta you this. You got to be selfish because, like, these niggas out here are selfish. I don't understand if you know this, but the people who got a lot of money, spend, a, spend five minutes around them. It's about me, 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 me. Good. What did you about to say, Marcus? In all our respective industries, right, how much money would you say it would take to get started, like, from ground zero? Like, if you wanted to do, somebody wanted to do music, Somebody getting real estate, somebody getting logistics. About how much money would you say? Just the first step getting into the game. How much you think it you would say would cost? Like a ballpark number. I, I would, I would say the knowledge, man. The knowledge. I, I would so, say so, that, so it's no, free. that knowledge, that free knowledge of actually. Okay, it comes a certain point where the money has to be spent. Yeah. But if you gain all that knowledge prior to that, yeah. Like I said, if you know like the the, the basic ABCs and. Mm-hmm. Even above that, be like, but this is holding me back while I haven't achieved that, but I still know all this. Yeah. Somebody's willing to help you. So because when, you're willing, you you took the steps that far to get to that point. So when you the first money that gotta be spent, whether you get a contract or whatever, how much money would you say that costs? Uh, a contract? Yeah. To get a contract from like a for a real estate. <laughs> it's just putting the time in, man. I can make phone calls to attorneys and get one. So if somebody wanted to start a studio up, like low-grade, low-grade, how much would it cost? I say if you had $10,000, you can you can get, you can get a decent setup and, and get the going. Ten but, bands. but what could you do before that $10,000? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to get to that. So even like in my field, in logistics, you got to get all your stuff together. But even if you want to start small, it'll probably cost you 10000 In the last... Four years was two of the biggest things, and I said one of them earlier, that the government has done for people that if they took it and they actually did the knowledge already, 
and they just needed money to get started, the government then gave out stimulus packages, and they had PPP loans. Both instances where you could have got free money or money in general to do whatever it is you needed to do. Mm-hmm. But what's one thing? Kale said it. You got to put in the work. You got to get the knowledge part first. Because ultimately, it's all going to come to money. But if you're not putting in that initial work to actually be able to sit in those rooms that you want to sit in and be able to conversate with those people that you want to talk to, you're not, you're not ever going to get there. I guess it's like, how do you become uh, eligible? To, to, get the, to get it. To get it? Some of the money or you talk about the knowledge? Both. I mean, like... Well, like you said, even like the real estate, all that's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that's free. Even in logistics, majority of everything I learned, I learned from those niggas, but all that was free. Mm. They was paying me to learn that. Everything you learned from music, you interned first. Mm-hmm. You was you was around people that had sauce, and you was there, and you said, yo, I don't want to get paid until I know I can fuck with this nigga. I, I'm going to put in the work first. Mm-hmm. It was you actually putting yourself in a position where you can actually stand in a room with these niggas. Were you confident to go up and talk to buddy and say, yo, like, hey, I see what you got going on. I got my little stuff that I do too. I, I do this, I do that. But I see what you're doing. And I'm gonna get there. Oh, you you gonna get there. Okay, okay, okay. So you've been putting in work. All right, well, you know what? If you if you if you about what you say you about, I give you a shot now. Mm-hmm. But it's everything that led up to that point. Because mm-hmm. workaholics love workaholics. That's a fact. All right. So when you when y'all all right so no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to attack your points. What I'll do I'll say is this: if uh, someone opens up a school, right? Yeah. Is the school just for people that want to learn, or for the community to to put a school in that community? What type of school is it? I don't. It could be K through twelve. I don't. It could, it could be just a kindergarten school. It could be a kindergarten school. Do you put the school in the community for kindergartners that want to learn, or you put the school in the community for kids? Um, that's different because you no, know, no, you no, all, no, you no, even, even though we can take that, we can take that. Let's just say you put that school into a low poverty area, right? Mm-hmm. And I know, I don't know, it's not around anymore. But my youngest brother was in a uh, one of those pre-K kindergarten schools. It was called Feed My Lambs, right? But it was in Marietta. But one of the things they had all these young kids in there. They, their goal, yeah, all it was open to all kids or whatever. But the main thing was they had rules for one, that they wasn't gonna allow certain things in the school, and two, they program was to try to push kids to be able to. I don't want to say be smarter, but kind of push kids in education because you know like. I'm not going to say sit up here and attack, you know, education system and stuff like that, but kind of give kids a jump in these low poverty areas to kind of, you know, actually be able to come in school and learn something. Mm -hmm. So even still, the kids that stayed, that went there and stayed, they're better off. Mm -hmm. But even still, they had rules. 
if you're going to be here, you got to do X, Y, Z. So even with that, like, they put the school in there to help. But at the same time, if Lil, Lil G out here throwing rocks at, at the kids and, you know, breaking all the crayons and throwing paint, they're not about to say, hey, we understand, you know, he a, he five years old, this, that, and the third. Nah, Lil G can't come to school no more. But does that stop you from opening up the school? It don't stop you, but just 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 let you know, Lil G got to get in here and get with the program. That's fair. But does that stop you from does because you know ahead of time that there will be kids who will throw rocks, break the eat the crayons, uh, fucking do whatever type shit. Yeah. Put get their lunch tray, throw it on the floor, eat on the floor, and type shit. It'd be like, what the fuck is you doing? That's why raised by wolves. <laughs> raised like, by wolves. Do you, because you know that stuff is gonna happen ahead of ahead of time. Yeah, but guess Does what? That I, stop you but, from still doing that. But, but what I just said, it it won't stop me from my goal. But I don't have to deal with it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. See, but you still do it. That, so I'm only getting to the, the basic point: Do you do it or not? You, you it, still do it. How do you get paid though? Are you? But I mean, not worrying about getting paid. No, yeah, we not. It's, it's America. At the end of the day, it's all about getting paid. Not worry about getting paid. It's all about getting paid. So with the government is paying that. With niggas coming to you, they're not. The government is not paying that. I'm not worried about getting. So paid. niggas who want to get on, it's just like, are, do you invest into what they could be? It's not you're not getting paid right now, cause it, it, you can you can still open it. You, so that's why I'm not gonna help do niggas that. who don't want to be but helped. But then it's like it, it's certain it's certain ways you have to move. No matter what type of field you're in, it's certain if you're trying to if you try if you wanted to be a success, especially if it's something that you started. Let's just say you had a record label, and mm. let's just say your artist out here, I don't know, making making shit bad for business. That's a reflection of them, and that's a reflection of you. Yeah, your money's invested. So it's like, are you going to keep dealing with them just because, you know, they talented or whatever, or they could be talented, even though uh, it's your name on it? That's fine. I agree with that. Okay. But I'm still saying the initial act, the initial act, because you know that this X, Y, and Z can happen, does that stop you from doing the initial act of kindness? What you guys are saying, I agree with what you guys are saying. Yeah. But when you start going down the rabbit hole, what that leads to is, no, I will not do the initial act of kindness because, A, it will not pay me, or, B, because no, no, no. such and such and such, fucking baby kids going to no. fucking break the windows, throw, throw, throw rocks at the kids. I agree with what you're saying. I would do it still. Uh, okay. I would that's, agree. That's, that's, all, that's all I'm but, saying. But, but, they but got, I, how much can the baby kids yeah, but, pay me But more? I'm just saying, let's be I'm clear. I'm not about the money. I'm just saying, let's yeah, be everybody clear. Everybody's worried okay. about the money, but nobody, no, they're, the world is the way the world is because of money. Facts. Yeah, so, exactly. So, if I know I'm not getting money to deal with them baby kids that have no potential, I'm not going to deal with them baby kids when I'm not making no money. Yeah. So, fuck but, the baby kids. But, that's, but uh, what you're saying is a what, fundamental what, what you still, What you still do it. And, and like I said, I agree with you, yes. But at the same time, uh, what you, what I think this is where we, we disagreeing on, you can do it, yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, your goal, mm-hmm. your initial goal for doing it was because you wanted somebody or whatever, whatever. Uh, oh, here you go. Yeah. Your initial goal for doing it. Why you didn't drink the Duce one time, man? No, I can't drink right now. Okay. Your initial reason for doing it was because you wanted 
if we go back to the music, you want people to be successful artists. Perfect example. So if we're going to talk about music, right? A couple of examples. So if we're talking about music, do I not um, start a situation or whatever the case may be because, um, say, like artists, right? You got some people that love music. Some people just want to get on to make some money. Some people who just want to do it because they think it's cool. That's not going to stop me from building a platform or opportunity for those to at least make an attempt. No, that's not going to stop me. The doors are open for everyone. Those who make me, who go against the rules or the case may be, no, they obviously don't stay long because that's just how the universe works. It's just not going to stay long. So let me, but oh, oh, go ahead. Gonna, yeah, I'll let you finish. But that's not going to stop me okay. from still building an opportunity or platform for others to possibly, um, to possibly um, adventure into these different I got whatever. A what's, what's, what's Gary's goal in music? Not them, but what's Gary's goals? For, for what you're trying to start? Just create opportunities for people. So let me ask you this. Let's just no, say... No, let, let's just dive, say dive, dive into that a little bit more. No, no. It, let's just say I'm a talented artist, right? And you're saying, yo, you come up here, I got a studio... You come up here, you can make songs, whatever, you know, we can work. I'm like, all right, cool, G. Because you want, you know, it's it's open for everybody, right? I come up here, you say you you give me your schedule, okay, yo, you got eight to ten. That's your slot, right? I come in here, I maybe load a load a beat up, whatever, and I come, I smoke, and then I end up, I go outside, you think I'm writing, I'm out there asleep. <laughs> or I'm or I'm on FaceTime. And in that whole eight to ten, I didn't do anything. How many times are you gonna let me keep coming up to the studio? That's fair. No, I'm how many times? If they're paying what you want, if they're paying for that stuff. No, no, because we're not talking about money. That's we're what you said about, earlier. We're not talking about, we're money. about money. We're talking about opportunity. So I'm a I'm an artist that that could potentially have talent, but you say, okay, you come up here eight to ten, that's your studio time. I gotta be at work or I got something else I gotta do. You got eight to ten. I come in here, my first session, I come in, I smoke, I go out there, you like take whatever time you need, blah, blah, this. You come out, you you check on me, I'm on FaceTime. Arguing with my baby mama. And you're like, yo, like, you going to record? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to write when I get off the phone. You come back out there, I'm talking to my mom on the phone. Or I'm back, I'm asleep. Or I'm smoking. Like, how, at what point, how many more sessions are you going to let me continue to come up here? Not ready. Okay. So, so, uh, so. But, but to that point is, where the stances are, where you guys' stances are, uh, Say, like, the timeline, right? We have a timeline. Yeah. My stance is at the beginning of the timeline compared to, like, what you just said. If Buddy is steps outside and he's arguing with his baby mama and so on and so forth, that's later on down the timeline. I have already given him the opportunity to make something out of the situation that I have given him. He's not taking, he's not taking the opportunity and running with it, that's fine. But that's later on down the timeline. But I'm, no, I'm saying that's like the first session. How many more sessions do I get? I don't know. I, I, I don't have an answer for that one. Only because, like I say, 
he's arguing with his baby mama one day, and next day he comes in, now he has motivation and writes a fucking song. I don't fucking know. That and that's and that's where we differ because I'm saying if I give you a free opportunity, and I'm saying, look, I have sauce, and I'm allowing you to come in here and work, my nigga, you gonna come in here and fucking work? I. At it, no, you know, no, I agree. No, I agree with that. Yeah, like, and and that's and that's what I see. And that's that what we not... and that's what we saying. Like at, at no point are we saying we not trying to do shit for nobody. Like we got to get paid. No, but if is that what you're saying, Dominique? Well, now I'm actually listening a little bit more. The industries matter because what you what you do in music, you need artists to perfect to, example to do right, this to you make said, money off. Just because of. you said industries, right? So say if I work in the healthcare industry, right? Yes, it is one thing to, it would be nice to get paid. Like if I put a clinic, if I open up a clinic in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is where, this is where I'll say uh, the fundamental differences lie. If I open up a clinic in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. in an impoverished neighborhood, Right. Not and not all and say I get patients or whatever case may be, and not all of them have Medicare, Medicaid. They have no job. They have no way to pay. So on and so forth. Yeah, it's possible I can get government loans, but we're not talking about that. The initial act of me opening up a clinic in an impoverished neighborhood, do I not do that because I know that that particular uh, population or demographic that I'm putting that clinic in? Do I not open up that clinic because I know I will not get paid and uh, whether it be from the gut or whatever the case may be, will I not get, because I won't get paid, do I, that's, does that stop me from opening up that clinic or do I still open up the clinic and do the initial act because I want to help? You're going to do it, but. If I lose money, I lose money. Money come, money go. Money come like water. I'm a, I, the only thing I can say to that, you can do it. But it's no way, especially in the medical field, the dream would last. That's fine. I don't give a fuck if the dream don't last. Do I still do it? The initial act. Do I open up that clinic in that impoverished neighborhood where I know people need need checkups, need vaccines, need their blood pressure checked, right, right, need right. all that stuff. So you have a do good I heart. Do I not do it? Because I know I will not get paid and or I know that someone might fucking break a window in right. the clinic. Do I not do it or do I still do it because I know people need no, help? I, I got an answer for this. Or I got actually a question on top of that. So you got a good heart. But you just said you I have might a heart. Not, I don't know if it's good, but. Well, right there you do because I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long does that operation stay in business if you're not getting paid? Because <laughs> even still, like at some point. All of that, you take all that into account when you doing it. So it's it's the funding part is gonna be a thing way before you actually ever get to help the very first person to walk in there. But yeah, you I mean, can still I, do that. You can still do it, no question. You can still do it, no question. Yeah. It ain't gonna stay open too long. But I'm, I'm but, not but, worrying about how but, long. But it's I'm still saying open. it could but be I, a pop up shop. But thing. Gary, that's where the that's where the disagreement is. We know. It's not about anything else except for that fucking money. Nah. However, you want it. It's no however way. You wanna, however you want to. Think wanna, about it. This even if hold, you, hold even if you chose to do it in a low poverty neighborhood, the fact that somebody may not have insurance, 
you know, is in a bad neighborhood, so anything could happen. Yeah, you take all that into account in the beginning, just like you take into account how you gonna pay for everything. So that that's a part I, of the planning. I, I if I open up a clinic, best believe I'm breaded up. But so but Gary, that's though, like that, exactly your example. It's gonna get paid. You want to get paid, oh, but no, you want to no, do things. No, for, no, no I'm not talking help. about you get getting paid. paid. I want to help. It's gonna get paid for. Okay. So you should you should be looking to nonprofits a lot. Okay, so what I say is this. No, and no, 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 no. So what I say is to this then, right? I got something for y'all. We know. We know. I, I got something for y'all. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, and this is learning experience for me. I, I'm standing on my shit, but if you say something to me that I understand that 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 will click, then so be it. So I'm not. I'm I, not saying like I, I'm just a brick wall. No, no, no. But for you, gotta have different type of emotions. But you gotta understand, America is about getting the money, man. So. It's all about getting the money. That nice shit is cool, but it does not pay your bills. All right. And you have to realize that shit. So you have to have a difference. Mm-hmm. Your business is your business. You don't fuck around with your business. Now, other shit you can have a good heart for. Like, for example, I like to feed the homeless. Have y'all, have y'all fed, uh, fed the homeless yet in Atlanta? I have before, yeah. Have you, what is that energy like? I don't feed them. I don't feed the homeless. See, once you feed the homeless... That all that giving back in business shit goes out the window. Not necessarily. Because I do I do close drives. I don't do I don't feed the homeless. Okay, okay that's that's drives. pretty good. So you give back. Okay, that's cool. So but the you see the energy when you give back, right? Why do you have to put that same energy of giving back into your business? You're not guaranteed to get paid. Like you have to your your pay is everything. Even if Yo, you how much how much time have you spent on getting to this? The production and everything set up. And you're willing to give everything that you gave, the seconds, the minutes, the hours, to a nigga who don't want it as bad as you. How you many seconds, me. how many seconds and hours in a day? I don't fucking know, but I know I put more time than that nigga who don't want it. 24 hours. So in 24 hours, if Second, I can't no, you take... You said seconds in a day, then you said 24 hours. <laughs> you know, you said seconds and hours. So I was went with the hours because I can do the math easier. <laughs> okay. All right, but... If there's 24 hours in a day, right, how much time do you take sleep? Yeah, so me as a parent, five to six. How much, five to six. How much time are you taking uh, with the family? Uh, it's, uh, you, every every father's going to say, that's, that's a random, it can be four hours to eight hours. All right, well, all right, all right we have to answer that part. How much time a day do you take work, is, is work? You know, six to eight hours. All right, six to eight hours. So we got eight hours on work. We got, you said, five, six on sleep? Mm-hmm. Five, six on sleep. That's 13, right? So we still got a good 11 left. So you can spend 11 hours with your family. That's fine. Who, you know what I'm saying? Like, more power to you to be in your families. Like, that's, that's what's going to help build stronger families. But in those 11 hours... um, I'm pretty sure your significant other, your loved one, your wife, or whoever the case may be, whatever it is you're doing, like say for a person who doesn't have a family, it's like someone like me, right? If I do eight hours of work, six hours of sleep, that's 14 hours, I still have 10 hours left. I could have another job, that might be another eight hours. However the case may be, there is still time in the day, that's why I say to everyone, I, I, I say this type of shit to some of the so, to women I'll deal with. Like say um, you want to take a girl out, right? And she'd be like, oh, well, I'm busy. Uh, 
I got all this going on, and I and usually that always is the big ass turn off to me because I'm like, the fuck you think I do? Just sit on a fucking couch all day in a fucking apartment with a fucking car note and just the shit gets paid by fucking wind air, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like whatever. But I have time in the day, but I know at the end of the day I'm gonna make time for the things that I want to make time for. If right. I want to make time for podcasting, podcasting ain't making me no goddamn money right now. Fair. Is it making you money? It is not. But we do it because we like to do it, right? Facts. Exactly. So if we have time to do that, we might have time to ride bikes, might have time to watch movies, might have time to do video games, might have time to kick it, smoke, get high, might have time to drink, whatever the case may be. You can take 5, 10, 30 minutes, whatever the case may be, to help somebody else out. We can always make time for motherfuckers. Any motherfucker, until a motherfucker comes up to me and say they need every 24 hours because they're a fucking $10 billion motherfucker and they need 24 hours to keep that tw- that $10 billion operation um, going, then I'll shut the fuck up. Until I meet that motherfucker, I don't want to hear... I, I, why, I can't... Why, I can't why, why niggas is not telling me shit. Why? why, not, why you why, talking about just helping people. That's what it all comes down to. But where's helping you gotten you? But we talking about it doesn't matter where it's we talking me. about. I know I'm helping. We're talking about creating business. We're not talking about helping yeah, people. Yeah, so that's a different, different no, conversation. No. We're talking about helping people. We're, we're talking about we weren't talking about the we weren't talking about the business. If we've been thinking if everyone's been thinking we were talking about business, let me ask you this. And we just, how many people helped you? I don't give a damn. No, no, seriously. How many people helped you? A lot of people. Okay. In order for me where, to get to where, where I am at right here, where, where, are, those, where, where are those people now? You got my family. I'm talking about like in your career, like you went into them. It's like okay, they can advance me into the career I want to go into. Where where are those people now? They doing their thing. How are you talking to them? Yeah. Are you are you paying them or are you? No. Are you still learning from them? No. A lot of times I just I hit a motherfucker up just be like, hey man, just how you been? So. Just because I give a fuck about you. Hey, how are you? Because maybe the industry that I work in or just the type of person that I am, I I invest in people and I understand that there's a lot of people out here going through a lot of different shit. You don't know how far and how Man, much that's just a, a disaster to get set up and disappointed. If you if you depend on people to to kind of make sure they do the right thing in somehow, some way, or no one said that. Paying you not even like paying you back, but just have the expectations for them to further advance, depending on other people, man, that's wasting a lot of time. No, negative. Because there's so much time, in, and we, I, we just had, we just said, it's 24 hours in a day. Yeah, but then you expect it. No, bro, like I said, bro, like this is you, your though. time to be selfish, to advance yourself, man. Yeah, and but you, you know what? You know what? You know what? The, 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 richest, people the richest nigga people that I ever met. People don't want to be helped. The richest nigga that I ever met, the celebrity nigga, I'll probably say he might be the richest person I ever fucking met. Yeah. He said he said forty mil, so I haven't come. I don't think I've. Who, who's, he, a, he might, he, who's a celebrity? I tell you off. I tell you off cam. Yeah. Um, I'll probably say he might be the richest person I ever met because he said forty mil, right? And I believe him. Yeah. Right. Uh, he dealt. He 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 dealt with your auntie. He deals with your auntie. Yance. Yeah, I, I think I know you talking about. Okay, just wanted to just say it, just in case he thought I met his real auntie. He from Atlanta. <laughs> uh, Singing nigga. Say less. <laughs> so I say he might be the richest person I ever like came in contact with and had a conversation with, right? Yeah. Um, so he say 40 mil, so he's a 40 mil nigga. Um the one thing that he told me 
which still resonates to this motherfucking day, mm-hmm. is that when we had that conversation that went left, and again, like, at the time, I was like, man, fuck this nigga. But I had to take in what he said. And what he said was, the reason why you and I will never work ever, ever, is because you're selfish. Because you are selfish, you and I will never work together. It's a $40 million nigga. You and I will never work together because you're selfish. Okay. Do you think... Did you call I, his account, Did you wait, wait, let, see let, let, let how you can value let, to him? Let him finish. But as I'm saying, like, because then Marcus, again, the, the perspective of Marcus and me, again, like, that conversation could with so many different ways. This is how it ended up playing in this reality. Yeah. You and I will never work together because you're selfish. Do you think that I got to where I am and worked with such and such and such and such and such and such and made $4 million because I'm selfish? Now, he could be trying to shit on me and just talking out his ass. Who the fuck knows? Only he knows. But that's what he told me. Do you think that I got to where I am and made $4 million and worked with Auntie Yance and such and such and such and such because I'm selfish? And, be- and if you think that, nigga, you lost. That's what he told me. Yeah. And at that time when I approached him, I was being selfish. I was being extremely selfish. I'm an extremely selfish person. I've been called stingy many times in my life. Yeah. But when he told me that, I had to take that in, reevaluate, try to find maybe there might be some truth in it, maybe not, whatever the case may be. Because at the same time, I was like, I'm pretty sure this nigga's probably one of the most selfish niggas in the motherfucking world. And yet he's telling me not to be selfish. Yeah. So how the fuck does that work? But with him saying that, I had to sit back, take time, reevaluate, and think about scenarios or in cases where maybe he's right. What did you say that was selfish? I just want him to... Um, so we had two conversations. First conversation went well. Um, I asked him about what microphone to use. He told me he had gotten a phone with his engineer and shit like that. Some guy with a first letter name B or some shit like that. And he was like, oh, yeah, what kind of microphone we use? Oh, we use the Telefunken. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, it's $50,000. I was like, oh, shit. Second conversation, I came to him. He was like, hey, that guy that you called about that $50,000 microphone, is that guy doing internships? Right? So I'm not saying, what, you know, whatever the case may be, my approach... That whole shit, like, I was learning experience. But that's what the guy told me. He told me because I was selfish. My approach was selfish. I was selfish that this is why. So you, over, I so you overlooked the artist and say, I want to work with somebody who's working with you. Is that what the selfish part came through? So Basically, I don't really he wanna, was trying to. I don't want to intern with you. I guess he got to like G was trying to use his resources, and that's why he called him selfish. I can see that. Um... That's that's, f- but that's different from what you're saying though. That's totally different. And that, no, 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 no. I'm just saying we're just talking on the selfish part. Yeah, I agree. You have to be selfish. I moved out and went out on my own so I can try to make something of myself. And I knew I was gonna have to be selfish so I can make something of myself, in order for me to finally put myself in a position where I can then help my loved ones. But first, I have to be selfish. I understand that concept. I I I I am that concept. Yeah, but. In the midst of all that, in my day-to-day life, I know that there's times where I can help or I can do something that has no fiscal um, back end for me, but I can still do it. Why? Because this is just what the fuck is either A, what the fuck I do, and this is who I am, and B, like, it's for fun. And I can, and it is, just, is what it is. So... So... What, so- 
my thing with that is even like you was talking about helping people, you just have to scale it. Because if you're just talking about just helping somebody out of the kindness of your heart, yeah, we can all team up and go give motherfucking socks and food and stuff like that or whatever the fuck. But when you're talking about a clinic on, on a scale like that, it's more than just helping. It's more than that. Like, uh, of course, that that's the goal, but it's it's bigger than that. And with that, that's where you have to look into the money part. Not so much. You may not, you could not make a dime from it, but the business itself, for it to achieve the vision that you want, it's going to have to be able to operate. And you need money for that. You need a foundation. So, but like, even if we, if, if I'm already making, already making money, then what's what's the problem? I mean, it's it's no problem. But money gonna have to get involved. You can't do it without it. That's that's money is a tool and a resource. And, and that's all we saying. It's like, not the end all be all. It's, it's not the end all. It's not the end all be all. But if you want to do something, you can't do nothing. And that what Kel said, you can't do nothing without money. Perfect, perfect example, right? Any rich motherfucker that you talk about that's selfish and all this other shit, there's one concept, though, that they truly, truly, truly understand. Money is nothing more than a tool and a resource. The same way... Until that tool and resource runs out. Right. And even like you're saying... With, the with only the, reason why the they're wealthy is because they have, they, have, they have money. You can say it runs out, but, like, okay, I don't expect... I don't expect some homeless guy to give me food. That's still not going to stop me from giving him food. But but how? But that's what I'm saying. Like the helping part on that scale, you can't. It ha, the the whatever business you're trying to do, whatever it is your goal is to help, you still gonna need some type of funding to to meet the level of. Let's just say you try to meet. You're trying to help a million people a year. You have to have million dollars worth of funding to help those million people. We can't just throw fifty dollars in a pot and say, "Hey, we just gonna open up this clinic on the south side." Mm-hmm. We found a building. Everybody throw me fifty. We just gonna get it running. That, that, I'm, that, I'm, I'm gonna give you something that I learned about people. Right? Y'all know this, but I like this is how my mind works and like. How, again, like, I'm, like, I'm not, say, the biggest skeptic, but this is how my mind works, right? When we was all growing up, right, mm-hmm. even to this point, right, it was always niggas, I'm not saying, like, there's always niggas who, they love their shoes. They love their shoes. They love their Jordans. They love all that shit. They get it just to have it, right? Mm-hmm. They get their paycheck. They buying shoes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I don't buy shoes. I have shoes, yeah. but I don't buy shoes. Yeah. Would that person buy Jordans or shoes or whatever the case may be? I'm buying microphones. I'm buying speakers. I'm buying new interfaces. Yes, because you know, it would be nice to open up a studio that could make me some money. But it's, it's also just what, it's just what the fuck I do. Yeah. Like, music, like music, audio, podcasted. Uh, audio books, da 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 da. This is just what, just what the fuck. I, I enjoy recording. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the fuck. You can put me in a corner with a fucking microphone and recording a fucking do the audio for a porno. 
talking about boom, boom mic. Boom mic. See, he know what he talking about. Video production. Oh, come on, man. He know what he talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but while when niggas was buying Jordans mm-hmm. and buying shoes and buying iPhones and buying Xboxes and PS5s and shit like that, mm-hmm. I take that $500 and I put it into the new microphone I'm going to get. But why are you, you investing to the niggas who don't want to fucking learn and invest in the shit you... Like, come on, man. But it don't make still, sense. That's, that's just but, I understand your industry might need those type of people. But... If somebody came up to you and was like, hey, I want to learn the production side, instead of being like an artist, they want to be under you, and they don't, they don't invest in the, the time point, and all that, you're not going to really show them the The point that like I'm trying that, to man. make is that when niggas just buy Jordans, iPhones, PlayStation 5s, and shit like that, they spend their money on that. I still spend my money, but I spend it on something else that I, that I can use and, and deal with my hands and create some shit with. The point is, niggas have money. Niggas have money to spend money on bullshit. Okay. So if you have money to spend on bullshit, you know what that also means? You have money to spend on things that you can help, that can that you can invest in. You also have money to spend money on Burger King. You also have money to spend on barbecue. You also have money to fucking give to somebody else. So 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 what you doing? Because you're not gonna give a fuck about the money. The George is gonna sit there in the closet. Unused until you find a fit that rock with the blue on the retro ones. You Jordans is gonna sit there and do nothing for you, especially if you don't know how to flip a Jordan. So, so let me ask you this: because we talked about, I think we talked about this off. Yeah, we talked about this off the show. So basically, you right now, you a grown man trying to tell another grown man ah, what he should spend his money on <laughs> and how he should give back <laughs> and how he need to not think of himself. Hey, how about I tell it? Hey, that that sounds that sound like right. what you just said. You're hey, right. hey you're right. if you y'all want what? to smoke with G, hey, because hey. he, he's sitting up here telling y'all niggas that's wasting y'all money on bullshit. He said, why y'all out here? You said it. Wait, wait, wait. You said it first, actually. When niggas was getting their PPV loans, what was niggas doing? You Boy, could, you could, they could have, they could have took that money. They could have and did some, did something. They could have made some really themselves. help. Yeah. They, they could. What was they niggas doing? They created something. They bought the Gucci. Crab they legs. bought the Balenciaga. Hey, they was at the Juicy Crab heavy. They was at the Juicy <laughs> Crab. Seventy five dollars to go. Yeah, niggas was doing all this extra shit. Yeah. So, so that go back to what I was saying earlier, and even what Kel said. Like, if if that's what type of niggas you dealing with, then. You you about to? I don't deal with the type of niggas. Me and them niggas type of niggas don't get along anyway. So so what type of niggas would you help out? This is the thing. I don't care who it is. I'm gonna help. Now if you're on bullshit after I find out that I've helped you, I, I don't give. A fuck. I remember one time, and I was driving down. I was going to my old job, and uh, I was driving, and I was along the sidewalk, and it was a homeless guy, right? And I had, my mom had me, I was still with my parents, and I was on, so I'm on my way to work, and I had a, a container, one of the little containers, plastic containers, and it had a sandwich that my mom had made for me. It was, she had threw the shit on it. She had threw the, she, she had put the goddamn thing on it. Yeah. The only thing it didn't have was the onion powder. But, <laughs> that's the only thing it did not have, yeah. was the onion powder. All right. So I got this sandwich. I'm like, I'm going to eat this on my lunch. I'm going to be good. Looking forward to it. And I'm driving, and I stop at a red light, and there's this homeless guy walking by, you know, doing a, hey, can okay. you give me And I look at him, 
and I looked down at my sandwich, and I'm like, rolled the window down, yeah. gave him the container. Okay. Red light go green, get the driving. Yeah. For whatever reason, I just decided to look up in my rearview mirror. He threw it on the ground. This nigga threw that shit in the trash can. Container and all. So threw the shit in the trash can. I was heated. I was like, nigga. Man. Mm. I didn't see the sandwich in his hand and him eating it and him throwing away the container. I didn't see none of that shit. He I just, just saw container in trash can. He frisbeed that shit in the trash can. Mm. He might have been allergic to the turkey. I don't fucking know. Nigga threw the shit in the trash can. Man. I looked, I was like, what the fuck? Nigga. Mm-hmm. Then why take it? I was like, what the fuck? So, I was like, you know what? I, I I told myself this. I was like, nigga, I ain't fucking giving niggas shit right no more. Yeah. I told myself right there in that time, I'm not giving niggas shit no more. Okay. Obviously, I've given people, I've still given people shit right, since right, then. Right. Still getting motherfuckers food, still going buy motherfuckers a drink, a soda, and a fucking wrap from the goddamn QT type shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still go on my clothes drives, all this extra shit. Yeah. But if I would have took that one scenario and been like, because that motherfucker, that. I was about to start roasting this nigga. If I took if that motherfucker through that fucking good ass sandwich that my mom had made for me with everything except for the onion powder, <laughs> because of that nigga, throwing it away, not help no one else no more. So bring it full circle. So how does being a good Samaritan, just for the Joe Blow that you see that obviously needs help, correlate to the person that's trying to build itself up in your industry and that claim that they want to have these goals and aspirations, but they not doing nothing or they at the or they just getting into the game. So how does that correlate? Cause it's like you can the 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 person you gave the sandwich to, that that's easy. I, I didn't give somebody the corn the quarters in my little my fucking cigarette thing, motherfucker, <laughs> driving past. That's cool. But for somebody, and, and that was light work. I didn't have to think twice. I didn't waste no time doing that. That was just in passing instinct. I got a couple dollars because I don't like carrying cash. I got a couple dollars. Here go $3. You didn't think. You didn't waste no time. It was on on route to your destination. You didn't stop. You just gave them that. You kept booking. How does that correlate to now? Not only are you giving you you may not be given resources as in money, but resources as in any equipment that you pay for. You giving your time, whether that be forty five minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, where you actually cutting out that time that you could be using to do something else to somebody that don't care to. So I'll say this. That's why I say you gotta Go be ahead. selfish. <laughs> that example right there is why you gotta be selfish. People don't give a fuck about it. No, no, bring it full circle. Bring it full circle. So, perfect example. If I were to, because, I don't know, just because of my mind work, note this. I hear everything y'all saying. No, no, I, 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 and I'm, I'm going, it's jogging with me too. Like, I'm putting it together. If, if you can bridge those two, I can understand what you're saying. Because to, to, that that's no effort in that. It's yeah. zero effort in that. Zero. To me, so, it sounds like you have some guilt to being selfish when you shouldn't. No, I have no guilt to being selfish. Because it's like you just had a perfect example why you should be. People do not 
appreciate what you have to offer. Even your mom's good ass sandwich without onion powder was not appreciated. It wasn't you, appreciated. You appreciate that like, I guess gold. She could that was a million dollar check for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got shit in on. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck do you care about all the hours you put in to give it to another nigga who don't really give a fuck like you do? Because that's just how the world works. No. If I were to no. take that... Wait, wait, wait. No. no, no, no. Full I circle. Be, Bring it full I circle. Could, I could be tripping right now. Yeah. Tell me if I'm just going way left field, right? Okay. If I take that same mentality, because I did this and got shitted on, so I ain't doing it no fucking more, right? If I took that same mentality, say with women, because I took a girl out, paid for the food, Never heard from him again. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck bitches. Oh, oh, man. No, 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 no. no. Right. If nah. I, if I took ahead. that same mentality and yeah, applied yeah. it in every part of my life, you know how, how way back, how, how set back I would be in let so me, many different facets so, of my so life? So let me ask you this. Since we like going on that, you take Shorty out. Date costs you 350 You never hear from Shorty again. You meet a new Shorty, right? 350 is crazy, but go ahead. In 2023, that's normal. Come on. Normal. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Three, 350. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what they expected. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what they expected. So you take a girl out. Whoa, whoa. It's three, maximum it's, levels. It costs, it costs you 350, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing happens. Crazy. Happened. It never happened. never going to happen, but go ahead. Yeah, that's crazy. The next, the next girl you meet, you take her out. You going to spend 350 again? So the answer is no. First of all, because so, one, so, so, so you go, one, I would so, never spend three fifty so, so, on the first so, day anyway. So, so also, no, what I'm getting at is, but that's still not going to stop me from still going out with my. Buddy. It's not. It's. It, it, it's I it's might not. change my approach. So instead of next time, wait, wait, wait. yeah, that, yeah, turn my mic back on. No, this is gonna stay up for a little bit. Goddamn it! I'm trying to turn into the left a little bit. Marcus got a point to prove. Nah, you gonna sit? You gonna? Muted. They can still hear me on y'all. Like, turn me back on. Turn me back on. How are you back on? Turn me back on. <laughs> You're going to change your approach. Exactly. So whenever you coming across people, because, of course, it's been times you came across people in your field or whatever you do. And initially you like, man, I want to give back because I don't want to see. I know how it was when I was coming up. You know, I'm trying to help out the next person. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, right? And you you look like you want to know something about real estate. You you was talking to me about it. So I just start giving you game, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I say, yo, I set up a lunch with you. Yo, uh, hit me tomorrow. We go to lunch. Hit me when you're free tomorrow. We go to lunch. I'm free between 12 and 2. Just hit me. Let me know something. And they make sure they hit you. And I and let's just say they never hit you back. Oh. In this situation, let's say they never hit you back. That doesn't deter you from helping anybody else. But the next time you decide that you want to actually invest your time into somebody else. Because you didn't have to do it. Because you didn't have to do it. You don't, you don't ever have to go out your way to help. But you're going to make sure that the next time that the person that you decide to help actually, like Kel's saying, care about it as much as you do. Nobody's saying they're against helping, but nobody trying to waste their time because we only got so many hours allotted to us in a day in all that, in all that we do. So that's why Kel's is saying it's easier in certain situations when you're trying to get put on and you're trying to network and you're trying to be in these rooms with these people, you putting in the time, you set, because it's all about separating yourself 
from the next person with anything you're trying to do. So in order for you to end up helping somebody else out or even somebody helping you out, it's got to be worth it. It's got to be. Because at the, at, the, at the same time, you got you got sauce and you're trying to give it away. But you going, let's just say, before the the first five people that you help out, only one of them actually amount well, to well, something. Let's, let's look at an example like this. How many people you think came to Michael Jordan before Kobe Bryant came to Michael Jordan? Damn. So, so Michael Jordan was like, hmm, you know, nigga soft, da, da, da. But Kobe came was like, this nigga remind me of me. He might outwork me when I was that age. That's a different it, it was a situation. It's the same scenario. No, it's the same, it's the same it's, one. It's the same. It's, it's the same. different. There's multiple reasons why it's different. No. A, no. could we talk in basketball, right? Where, not, all right, all right, not A, could we talk in basketball. Michael Jordan, yes, he's not going to fucking pull everybody to the fucking side and say, this is how you be fucking great. No. But. Does Michael Jordan have charities? No. Does he not donate? Man. No, it's do, about do you being, think, being do on the same level of greatness. But that's, we're not that's talking the about greatness. But I'm we, not, we know, but you you said at the beginning, you're willing to give away your greatness in order for before you think, you think, said that. You, think, you, greatness you, you think Michael Jordan no. wasted his time putting them charities together? Yeah, you're you willing to basically teach. Wasted his time putting together the charity? Do you think, you know how crazy do, of a sentence that sounds? Do, do you think that he's putting his time out of his day to put them charities together? Or helping a nigga who don't want to... Uh, no, 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 no. The charities. Do you think Michael Jordan is putting effort and time into putting those charities together? I'm sure he has. Where the bathroom? You think Michael Jordan, a billionaire, Let me go right now, is, is, is saying, yo, like, oh, we got to get this charity together. And he up day and night helping no, them put the charity together? No, I'm not together? saying don't, don't stay up all day and night. I'm just saying just do the act. yeah, yeah. I ain't saying stay up all day. Who says stay up day and night? Why y'all keep switching up my words? Because he not putting no time into Why that. Why y'all keep put, switching up my words? He not, putting no, my words? he not putting no time into that. You, Nigga, you, it could take 30 minutes. 30 minutes out your day. You tell him you can't spare 30 minutes out your day? If, if, if the answer is a no, then the answer is a no. You are a busy motherfucker. You got a lot of money on the table, and you got a lot of money to get to. And I understand it if that is the case. But if not, then nigga, what is you doing with your time? We can we can even flip that. Yeah. So you got all this equipment, right? How come you don't have workshops? I put my body to it. You don't got time? I just had to put my body to it. We talk about giving back. That's giving back. It is. Young, young people, whether that be Asian, white, black, Mexican, whatever. Some people may want to come up and learn. You're right. And that is something I definitely thought about. I just haven't done it yet. I haven't, my, my, I haven't geared my body to do that shit yet. You try to get to, oh, Gary, you know, let's go take the time and all this extra shit to, to set that up? That you try to get at? No. What I'm saying is time is valuable. So and even... Niggas waste time all the time. Niggas do waste time. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, At the same time, you not, I don't know, man. I, 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 I feel like we might just agree to disagree on this. Because yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But 
every Joe Blow schmo that want to know something that I know, I'm not wasting my time on. It was crazy because, and I think I told you this, it was just like a few days ago or like a week ago. And I called... About a week ago. And I called the the owner of the studio that I was working at. Mm-hmm. And I called him because I had already told myself I needed to call him. But I finally called him. I finally had geared my mind up to it to call him. <laughs> so I called him and I was just like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, what's up, Gary? And... I was like, you know, hey, man, I finally got my what's it called. He was like, oh, shit, really? Oh, man, what's up? Oh, congratulations. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was just like, it was, we, we talked about it like a little bit. And I was like, hey, man, I just want to tell you. I was like, I want to thank you for two things. I want to thank you for... Nigga, don't make that face. <laughs> what the fuck? Go ahead and say what you're going to say, because I already know what I'm going to say before you even finish. Go ahead. I'm having a sentimental sort of, sort of moment. <laughs> <laughs> try, try to give my nigga his flowers. And I was just like, I want to thank you for two things, bro. No, I called this nigga out the blue. He got a whole family. He got businesses, all this extra shit. Doing, he doing big things. He, took, he answered the phone. I was thankful for that. Said, hey, man, I just want to thank you for two things, bro. I just want to thank you, A, because... Just being around you, you showed me another way outside of what I was already doing. You showed me that uh, instead of being a one-dimensional person, that um, there's different ways, there's different ways to go about this thing called life. And I thank you for even allowing me to see that and see how important it is to be multi-dimensional and multifaceted. And that changed my life. So I just want to say thank you for that. And two, I want to say thank you for even allowing me to even have been at the studio for all those years I was at the studio. I just want to say thank you because that helped me become the person I am today because it wasn't for that, I would have been out doing some bullshit. So you want to say the, thank you. Shout out to the big homie. So you wanted to, to do the, the same. Homie. So you want to do the same. What? But but the only thing I was going to say to that was when you got there, was you putting in work? I was putting in work. How much? A lot. How did you approach him? No, 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 no. Gary G put in his ten thousand hours. Yeah, that's yeah. I definitely put about ten thousand. See, that, that's that's what I'm not disagreeing. And that's on what that. we saying, bro. I'm not. It's it's it, you can you can open up the floodgates when somebody putting in a ten thousand hours. See, it, but it, it sounded like when we first had this uh, conversation that you were willing to help somebody out who was nowhere near that ten thousand dollar mark or ten thousand hour mark, like. They didn't even put in 30 seconds, and you like... Yeah, give it back to them. Like, like fuck them niggas. <laughs> For real, fuck them. If I got... If I... All right, so in the case of him, which you said last time where it's like, because I knew somebody and so on and so forth. But, yeah, because I knew somebody, and that person introduced me to the studio, and after that, once I got through the door, like, I just ran, I just ran Ramshot. Uh, but it's... Still, he had a studio that was open to the public. Anyone can come in. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can come in and do some bullshit, and you ain't going to last long. Whatever the case may be, he still had uh, a situation where um, someone like me was able to come in. And note, there was plenty of me's that came through that door. Plenty. What made you stood out? stand out? No, I stood out because of the work, but 
there still was that opportunity where I was able to come into a situation and see, oh, this is a professional studio. This is this. This is this. Now, I took it upon myself to run with it, but still, he had that situation that was open to the public to where anyone could come in through those doors. Again, there was a lot of me's that went through that motherfucker, a lot of little niggas, you know what I'm saying, just doing shit, whatever the case may be. Does he still, I was one of the, he still allow that right now, or is it... Yeah, the saying? studio's still open. Still, anybody can come through it. Anyone like, can come in that motherfucker. I know this is a place of business. You got to make some money. He would tell me, like, once I would start working there for real, for real, and he, he would tell me to my face. He's like, gee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, he wouldn't say what you bring to the table, but he would word it that way. Like, hey, man, like, how are you going to be an asset to me? He used to say that shit to me. I was like 22 years old. Damn, right? that's what we're trying to tell you, my man. But he didn't say that to me off rip. When I first came in, it was like, knock, knock. Hey, can I be a part of the studio? He didn't say, hey, how can you be an asset to me? He didn't say that. He just opened his doors to me. After that, once I was in there, got comfy and shit like that, and he see me, oh, this nigga's still here. Like, this nigga's still here, still showing up, da-da-da-da. And then he asked me that question. But, again, the initial act of opening up your doors to allow someone an opportunity. Again, there was a lot of me's, and there's a lot of niggas that didn't take the opportunity. Even then... You know what some, so something that someone had sent to me that and that shit was that shit was crazy, right? Another game changer. Mm-hmm. I was working with this young lady, she's a singer, and she was like, I was I was recording people for free. From, I was still recording people for free, like here and there. Uh, or in that case, it was like a um, what we call a, not a flip, but it's another word for it, a swap. We do a swap. If she oh, would yeah. sing on one of my songs yeah, or a song yeah. that, like, one of the artists I was working with and she sang on their hooks or some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? I was recording her songs for free. Yeah. Um, and one time she told me, she was just like, she was like, she was just saying this shit in passing. And she was just like, man, if I was Gary and I had access to a studio 24-7, I would have had da-da-da this many albums and all these mixtapes and all this and all that. And I'm sitting there, and she said that, and I'm like, and at first I was like, damn, like, should I have had more mixtapes? I might have had, like, two mixtapes or some shit like that for yeah. myself, right? I'm like, oh, damn, should I have more? Am I not taking the, the greatest amount of opportunity for this bullshit? Yeah. But I'm sitting there like, and I sit there and think about it like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? If you was in my position, you would have, like, 100 mixtapes and 100 albums. Who gives a fuck? You here because of me anyway. So to that point, what I'm trying to make is we can always find a different answer to the answer because it's all these different perspectives. Mm -hmm. All I'm getting to is the root, initial act, base. At the end of the day, there's there's doors open and there's an opportunity to where if you want to take the opportunity, if you want whatever the case may be, you can take this and you can go to the stars with that shit. If you don't want to, that's fine too. Oh boy, the owner, if I never if I didn't show up the next day, he wouldn't have gave a fuck. Yeah. But I he still allowed me to walk through those doors. So and I guess that's that's the the, the music industry is kind of different, but the way I was just thinking about what you said was it's a lot of people that came in there, some people stick some people, you know, left and there's a lot of people in and out, you stayed. To make it simpler. No, you you've already complicated it, but go ahead. 
if you're looking at a studio like a business, right? It's a different type of business you can get into anywhere you can start at. You can start at a warehouse. You can start at a firm. You can start at wherever the fuck, Kroger, wherever. You get an opportunity to get in there, but you still got to put in the work in order to... You're complicating it. How am I complicating it? Because now you're going down the timeline. Before anything else happens, in the very beginning of the timeline, the initial act of having those doors open to allow that opportunity. That's all I'm getting at. That's the only thing I want to that's the only thing I'm touching on, period. Allowing there to be an opportunity for those who want to take it, you can take it and run with it and become a millionaire. So do you know you don't care about what old girl said about you? I don't position? give uh, that's her that's her that's her prerogative, that's her opinion. I don't give a damn. So I think I did she, pretty well. She was myself. there because of you. Fair. So how many how many other of hers are gonna be like that? There was there was plenty of hers. I'm not even gonna lie to you. This exactly. I've with a lot of motherfuckers. But I understand you kind of need artists to to make your work because you're a producer engineer, correct? Mm-hmm. So you need artists to to kind of perform. It's like a working relationship. But at the same time, you don't like giving opportunities. People don't give a fuck about the opportunity you gave them. Like going back to the homeless person to eat your mom's or didn't even eat your mom's sandwich. You're setting yourself up to get fucked over by. <laughs> Helping so many people out who's not putting the hours that you put into it. Let me ask you this. Um, and there's an obvious answer. Um, I'm not talking about as far as, okay, like, obviously you can make a loss, right? Um, and the best way to progress business-wise is to minimize your losses. If I take that approach, which would be your approach... Minimizing losses, if I'm thinking business first, then I would say that was a loss, and because of that, I have to minimize my losses so I won't do those certain things. Yeah, but it also depends on where do you want to go from here, though. So what I would say to that is, are you you scared of losses? Are you scared of failure? Are you scared of losses? No. No. Absolutely not. Okay. If I don't take the shot, how am I going to make it? Fair. Um, Everybody with, fails. With that being said, I can fail subjectively to me helping someone and they don't do they, and they throw the shit in the garbage. That's an L. Technically, that's a. Right. I mean, I guess I, that's an L. I think the biggest uh, disagreement right now is failure comes with trying to be great it's gonna come with no one's no one's perfect but would i rather fail because of me or i'd rather fail because of them i'm not gonna fail because of no one else no one can no one else that (laughs) we was actually talking about that well not not necessarily that but um that could turn into a conversation but no actually no we did talk about that we talked about that on on, on on another episode that's going to be coming out. But no one can make me fail. No. I mean, but your your industry is different. Like, No, I'm just saying in life in general, no one can make me fail. I can't allow someone to make me fail if I allow them to do it. But if I don't allow you to make me fail, I'm a machine. Literally, I am a machine. 
so no one can make me fail. There's no person on this planet who can make me fail. See, that's the talks I wanted from the get-go. Now we talking. Now that all that bullshit we got, got crossed now, we, we, it's about motherfucking time. You talking selfish. That's what I wanted. Nobody's going to make you fail because why? You're not going to let them make you fail because you're not going to waste your time on them bullshit motherfuckers who's going to even no, try now, to even you waste your time on Phil. No. Now you lost me. Now no. you lost me. <laughs> at the end of the day... No one can make me fail because at the end of the day, no matter what you do, I'm still going to be great. Whatever you do, you you could take the shit and throw it in my face. You He could have threw the sandwich in my goddamn face. That would have been wild. Would have been wild. But what if you find out? Day, had, it's not going to stop me from what, still being great. What if you find out if he threw it on your face and had onion powder on it? Oh, nigga, we fight, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. I'm hopping out I'll the fuck, car. I'll fuck with you though. Mid traffic, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm you. about to put your ass in that garbage can, nigga. Hands. Mama, mama put onion powder on that shit. I ain't know about. <laughs> Hands thrown. Beating the shit out this nigga. <laughs> so onion powder. Dog shit. Nah, but I, I get what you're saying though. But, uh, what I was the point I was trying to get at is, look. Just because someone might do me wrong, um, not take advantage of a situation I might give them, might throw it in my face, spit it in my face, trash me, um, slander me, all this type of shit, that's not going to stop me from being great. So I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm a, I'll still do something out the kindness of my heart, and whatever you do with it, so so be it. It's great if you end up doing something with it, and who knows, and it might be unprofitable for both of us. That's a, that's a fucking super win. Yeah. But... I'm still going to do it. And even if you throw it in my face, it doesn't matter. That's not going to stop this train. And that's just how this shit going to go. I feel that. That's just, it ain't going to stop nothing. It's not going to stop my money. Even if I lost money, I'm still going to get the money back. Even if I lost money on some shit. You know how much money I've lost just, just doing shit? I lost a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm still good. I'm still good. I ain't doing paycheck to paycheck no more, baby. Let's go. The quick 30. Quick 30, for real. Bust down Roly on the way. It's in the mail. I had a, well, I've made a, I've made a, I've made decent amount of money in a short period of time, too. I spent money on food and all this and that and trips and shit like that. Like, and I'm not still hurting off of that money that I had lost or that money that, that, uh, that tell, amount tell, of tell money Tell me about the time you've been burned, though. I've been burned a lot. I, I've been burned recently. I get burned all the damn time. Luckily, the shit... Don't fucking burn me while I'm fucking. All right? So, but. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> luckily. Luckily. <laughs> he said luckily. God damn. But I mean, I've been burned a lot. I've been burned so much. This shit has made me jaded. It's part of the reason why sometimes to people, I am an asshole. It's not because I want to be an asshole, but it's because I've been through shit that made me an asshole. But that's not like, oh, this is Gary's like character at his root base. He's just an asshole to be a fucking asshole. No, I've been through some shit that made me a fucking asshole at times. Yeah. Or made me be a certain way towards certain people. But still, at the end of the day, like, I'm multifaceted, multidimensional. Like, there's a lot to me than just this one person. So with that, like, again, like, yes, I've been burned. Yes, I've taken L's and taken losses and learned lessons. And, like, that just kind of comes with the territory. Can't get, you can't play the game and get mad when the game play you. 
Fair. We all playing the game. So yeah, but I ain't got to be played over and over and over again. But no, I mean, I, I mean, I, should I, LeBron I, been to eight championships? He's lost five, like four of them shits. No, that's that's a different situation. Let's not talk about sports, please. Let's talk about <laughs> shit like that. No, but at the end of the day, man, uh, I'm about to go because I got a family to see. My daughter about to uh, go to sleep in a minute. I got a FaceTimer. You know what I'm saying? Real dad shit. Damn shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, and th- that's the reason why you got to be fucking selfish, man. No, I feel you. But you have different reasons. You got a family. You yeah, got, but man, I don't got, got a family I don't, to take care yeah, of. Yeah, so my perspective is, bro, I don't got time to waste with nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And I understand your industry. Like, you need, like, you're a producer, engineer, so you need artists to come through and, you know, book times and stuff for you like that. But let's just say if there was an other engineer and producer who wanted to come up under you or want to learn what you learned, you're not going to waste your time unless they really, really want it. I, I, I agree. But then once you also said what you just said as far as like, especially when you have family and stuff like that, like I can see that. Maybe I have this perspective because I don't have as many responsibilities. Um which gives me no, but you still other but time you, or a lot of time to do certain shit, but I mean, so you're still looking for the profit, and your return off return on investment. Yeah, but that, that 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 won't. That, that's, that's why you should be selfish, though. I, what I you got around here, what you got this podcast right here, is because of the equipment that you invested, the time that you spent, the hours that you put in. Mm-hmm. It's not possible without you doing that. Why let that go to waste? Why let other people come in and play with that? This is your time to be selfish. That shit right there is nice. Play the sound one time. No way in hell I'm going to let a young nigga who ain't putting the time in or effort in to come in and fuck what I got going on. I feel that. You you need to be selfish, bro. You got a lot of shit where you can be selfish and you just... All right, let's just say you put time into being selfish the next two months. Let's see how far that gets you. Let's talk in two months. At the end of this conversation, we had a... a, a, Gary, you explained a lot. Why you don't want to do this, why you don't want to do that. Put it to the test. Let's see the difference in two months. I guarantee you can say, fuck them niggas. It's all about Gary... I put the time in. I put the time in. Oh, we got to bleep that out. Full governments. Oh, my... my That's funny. Hey, hey. That's funny. John Doe. That's what he meant to say. John Doe. He was lying. He was making up a name. He hey, was, no, for real, you got to bleep that out. That'd be hard. He was making up a name. Don't know who the fuck that is. I don't know this nigga too long, I guess. My bad. <laughs> I forgot, man. That just came naturally. My bad. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny, man. I don't nah, feel man. safe. Gary. <laughs> hey, the name of this episode is what? Definitely not about the government. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nigga, be selfish. <laughs> <laughs> you just know my government name. <laughs> you see how old this shit like? Just like yeah, was, he's hey you. <laughs> hey, when I said his government name, guess what? He went and pressed the 
the pad that he paid for, that he invested all this time, and he did that shit because of you. And you didn't go to YouTube and put in the sound and, and play that from YouTube. That's some that look like some expensive ass shit that you just pressed. Talking about helping niggas out who don't want. Come on, man. You got me fucked up. I gotta hit twenty real quick, man. Anybody got a plug that's that's available right now? Shit. That's Q30 raw. <laughs> and we're getting out of here expeditiously. <laughs> no names. No, no, no names. Just out. We just. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what you say? Smoke when I wanna 26 inch chrome spokes on a hummer. This heat gon' last for the whole summer. Running your bitch faster than the road. Rocks on my wrist, rose gold under, locks on my hip, those throw thunder. I'm riding diamonds by the pier. But when you stop, the only thing still spinning is your ear. Yeah, I'm riding with that all black snub, Raiders cap back, all black gloves. I made his man with the ball smack thugs. These record sales equal more back gloves. Not to mention in the ball pack clubs his impacts about his roars crack woods and all these new artists getting wrong deals i'm only 21 sitting on the hills fire up in here it's burning hot we on fire should we take it off if it get too hot up in this spot we on fire tell the roof on this motherfucker let the roof on fire uh, nigga what you saying we get loose in this motherfucker let the roof on fire fire if you know anything about me, then you know I'm a baller. If I don't hit the first night, I ain't gonna call her.